Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Randy Monday morning. Gonna be in the 80s. Rain till what time? Uh, About another, eight. another hour or two. And then uh, more rain tonight. Oh man, it's raining right now. Yeah, it's raining pretty oh, hard. I, I, I have not even noticed. When did that start? Earlier. A while ago. Earlier than now. It's, it it wasn't no raining idea. on your way in? No. Uh, it was, it was drizzling on my way in. No, Jeff and I got here around one this yes. morning. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, we like to cuddle for a couple we hours came, before. Uh, we spent the weekend in Graceland, and we came straight from uh-huh. there. So oh, it's nice. See. And I think, man, we could have slept another hour. Yeah, or would we have? Uh, probably not. So you guys have nice weekends. Great weekend. Uh, yeah, great, weekend, great, man. great weekend. Tell me, great. Saturday morning, well, Friday night, I uh, had some softball. Mm-hmm. We lost, which is weird, but it was, it was, it, we got actually our Did ass you have kicked. Fun? 41 to 18, we lost. 41, 41 to 18. 18. Oh, All right. It was really bad. I'm okay. assuming there's no, there's no mercy rule. There's not. How many Conseco <laughs> brothers was, were on the other team? It was a 9 p.m. game and it got over at 11. It was ridiculous. 41 to <laughs> wow. 8. And it was 41 at, no to 18. Point, at no point you guys were like, ah, this is, we're done. Pretty much uh, right after we gave up 17 runs in an inning. Oh, my oh, goodness. Dang. We were like, ah, oh, it's over. But still, great time. Had a great time. Came home. Had a great night. Is it even fun at that point when you? It still was, because it's been so long since we've been playing. Like the, having that year off yeah. of not playing softball, I, I don't think anybody really cared. Here's another reason why it may or may not be the '48 team. Were they a holes about it? No, that's a. That's and this a good is a team. And this is a team that like we have played against competitively, like and, and held our like they've held their own against uh-huh. us. It was fun. It was, it was a good Were time. You the pitcher. For for the ending that we gave up seventeen, and then I go, I don't want to do that anymore. Guys. <laughs> I was, I was Apparently, trying to nobody out else what, wanted you what to your uh, what your ERA was. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like right now it's like thirty one. Um, so that was Friday night, whatever. I mean that that wasn't the best start of the weekend, but Saturday Saturday morning I had a golf tournament, mm-hmm. and if you remember the weather on Saturday, it was amazing outside. Yeah, it was especially yes, it was. from nine until three when we were golfing. It was awesome. I played the best golf I've ever played in my life. Look at you. It was it was a lot of fun. Then Saturday night went to the ladies' house. That was all great. And then yesterday, an entire day of almost doing nothing. We went to a delicious breakfast at uh, uh, at the shack. Oh, I went to the shack. Get some pancakes. Yeah, we got some pancakes and got some breakfast, and it was absolutely incredible. I went to the grocery store. Then we went home. I made some zucchini lasagna. Ah, I was there. Perfect. We go. Ooh, nice. It was a great Sounds weekend. Like a wonderful weekend. It, it was a great weekend. Yeah, Saturday was Saturday morning. Had to go down to the uh, to the mattress direct, new location in South County. First uh, first gig I've had in a long time. Yeah, do you remember where the, the record was? And yeah, the and, 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 and the, the red show weirdos were out in force. Man, it looked like it was a to do, yeah. man. Holy cow! It was cow. great getting people qualified for the uh, for the Get a Life promotion, the Get a Life giveaway, which you have a chance to win fifteen thousand dollars worth of prizes. Yeah. Uh, but I had the top off the car. Was I mean, it was great. Good times, yeah. It was a good day. I I'm glad you said car. At first, I was like, "Wow, what? Shirtless tank top?" You know what I think? Wow. I think this year, 
I think at least one time this summer. Yeah. I'm going to drive around without a shirt. Yeah. You know why? Because I've never done it before. If you do that. I've never done it before. Tops off, if, tops off? Yep. If you do top off, top off, <laughs> I may pass out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is this just going to be in the neighborhood? Like, you know, we got to No, I will drive this? at least five oh, miles. I don't think you'll get to 109. I think you'll turn around and go, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll go down the cul-de-sac. You'll turn back around and pull back. Mark around. my words. You're going to be like, my nipples have never uh, experienced wind like this. Mark my words. One time this summer, it's going to be top off, top off. Yeah, you're going to have the radio down and we can hear your nipples going, what in the hell is that? <laughs> They're going to be whistling. What and this is, is the this? guy that yells at us for saying that what he's a changed that? man. Is that top a Top off, top off. Is that the sun, you guys? Oh, my goodness, That's your nipples man. talking back. Oh, that is yeah, why? I don't know. Mine's talking back. Oh. My nipples have a German accent. <laughs> I Here's, didn't know that. Dude. Your face, this son? your uh, facial expression is going to be one of two things. It's going to oh be like man. horrified and kind of embarrassed, like, you know, instant regret, and you're going to want to get back home. Or you're just going to be smiling. We're going to be. I think it may be euphoria. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're going to be laughing at your own joke, basically. Yeah, top gonna, off, top off. You're going to be like, ah, ha, ha. I already know what it is. <laughs> he is going to be so mad that he loves it. Yeah. You have so to, mad that you love it. You have to post, and it's tops off, tops off. You have tops to, off, man. tops you off. You have to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, forget Tank Top Tuesday. Yeah. This summer, it's tops off, tops off. And it's not, it's not going to be, I've the, you know, in, in my Jeep, I have like the front two panels could come off, which is what I took off. You can T-top on, it? No, no, it's the whole the whole shell's going to come off. Yeah. Then it really counts. Uh-huh. So it, somebody could see your bare shoulders behind That's right. You. Airing out the areolas. Yeah, yeah baby. It needs it. Wait, no, no, <laughs> no doors it. either, right? I, I don't like taking the doors off, I'll be honest with you. Make you feel nervous? Are you tempted to put your foot out the side? No, just looking over to my left and seeing, like, the road. Yeah. It's a little it too is, Flintstone for you. My favorite weird. thing is when I'm when I'm driving. It doesn't happen when I'm in my truck, but if I'm, like, dry, driving somewhere with my mom or anything, I look to my right and, ah, somebody's knees. Yeah, oh, exactly. what's up? I don't want to see There's a shin. <laughs> it's just weird seeing the road going that fast next to you without a door. Sure. I get it. I shot no, it thanks. a couple times. And it's pretty easy. Yeah. Like, take apart that Jeep. It's pretty. I mean, it's it's a couple bolts. That's it. That basically the thing's apart. Yeah, my '93, I think it was, soft tub was just a two door. But man, you had to you had to block out a half hour, forty five minutes. Yeah. Now it's like a couple a tent levers together. Oh, yeah. it's easier now. Oh yeah. Oh, back easier. then it was like putting a tent together. It really was because you had like the bars and everything. You had to snap together and all that stuff. That's probably why you saw a lot of. Uh, Topless jeeps and weather that shouldn't have been done. Yeah, right. exactly. like, yeah. nope, I can just deal with it. Well, when yeah. I had the, when I had my <laughs> rather first let jeep. it flood. Yeah, when I had my first jeep under the soft top, what a pain in the ass. Yeah, you had to unzip things. Yeah, just yeah. pay the price ah. for a, a yucky day, and you're like, ah. Eh. Yeah, you take Thanks. out the carpet at the bottom, and then that way you can just unplug it if it uh, if it floods. Now I got you know one of those uh, winches in my in my garage. So it's a couple of bolts, and you strap the thing up, and you, well, you have to make that okay. sound too. Yep. That's me raising. Gotcha. That's me raising the roof. It's up there. See, mm-hmm. I want to do the exact same thing for my pickup, but with a uh, with a rooftop tent. Have the pulley system and rooftop tent. Roof Pretty easy tent to install. Right back down. Yeah, that's what they I got. Do. They got kits you could buy. They got kits you could buy and uh, just a couple. Uh, couple two, three bolts. A couple in. two, three mm-hmm. bolts and, then a, and, a, and a support beam and you're good. Yeah. Well, if I can ever afford a rooftop tent, I will be doing that. All right, well, one day. Why don't you put a, like a swear jar in the old kitchen? Every time somebody curses, you know, you put a dollar in. Yeah. You'll have your uh, 
your pup tent soon. No, oh, yeah, in no time. Because I know, you know, your family's got a filthy mouth. Oof. Bunch, of, <laughs> um, bunch of sailors. Yeah, it was it was it was a good weekend for me too. Uh, let me see. Did the uh, did the gig on uh, on uh, Saturday morning? I went out to the farm yesterday. Big tick day. Yeah, like oh, big ticks. Yeah, or yeah a lot I mean. Of them? Uh, Every one of us had ticks on ourselves. Nice. Every one of us. Some multiple ticks. Welcome to summer. Yeah. Really hit home. Like, hey, it's spring, it's summer. Tick check. You know, I had one on, like, my, my chest. My son had a couple on him. My daughter had a couple on her back. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, even the dog had one. I've never, knock on wood, I've never experienced a tick. Never, never. Ever. Huh. I, my family never was campers. We never went out. Very rarely was I... Hanging out with friends in the woods and just got uh, I just got lucky, I guess. Saw so a six foot black snake. That nice. was oh uh, cool. Awesome. That was not cool. Yes, it is. Uh-uh. It's Remember, cool. I think everything's a cobra. <laughs> <laughs> so I must have jumped, you know, fifteen feet in the air. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Came out of a mulch pile. You did or the snake? The snake, <laughs> the snake did. <laughs> Ta -da. The snake did. Yeah, it came out of the mulch pile. This, oh God, that's a nope. This was a pile that was already there, or this was a a delivered mulch pile. It was a delivered mulch oh. pile, but that's been there. So you got a you got a you got a new uh, property snake. It's been on you know, it, it probably crawled in there at some point during the week. The mulch pile's been there for oh oh okay, you know, for a couple of days now. So it probably crawled in there for warmth or whatever. Yeah. Checking, whatever snakes do, just sure. checking for rodents, man. Just hanging, eh. it's keeping you clear. Yeah, so. uh... Yeah, we did all that and then got another dog. Jeff, how was your weekend? Get on really out. good. I uh, I wound up um, <laughs> Jeff, not don't, really don't doing even, a whole Jeff, lot. Jeff, don't, don't play Don't this. even run this joke. I did. Uh, don't even run what? it. A lot of yard work on uh, Saturday. We are uh, getting the uh, upper deck ready for... Uh, oh, good. Uh, of Tony, turn his mic off. Of course he did. No, it doesn't even surprise me anymore. I'm not even surprised. Not even surprised. Explain yourself. What do you mean? The second what? thing he brought up on this air, he said it was a black snake <laughs> and it was in the mulch. What Moon, else do you Moon. guys need to know? The second that he said, well, we're contemplating getting a second dog, done, already done. It was already done. It was already done. You trying to blow past it because you got a breed that we were bummed on you? What breed of dog would I get to bum you out? <laughs> Not bum, bum us out. Because, you know, we love all dogs. He's saying, like, all of a sudden, you know, what, what we were talking about, what were we ripping apart the and other Akita. day? We weren't ripping apart. Then you go, then you go oh, I got like, an Akita. Hey, no, no, we didn't Maybe get an Akita. this isn't the greatest idea. We didn't get an Akita. No. Is it a breed that we discussed? No. Wow, that's even cooler. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you don't I still can't no. believe you got another dog. No, yeah. It blows my mind. Okay, so we mentioned, what, a couple Shepherds. We mentioned the Pekingese. We mentioned, uh... All right, we got to be uh, Not Pekingese, Pekingese. you didn't. No, you didn't, and whatever. No, you didn't, though. Uh, is there you got a country? two of them. Is there a country in the in the name? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So he's already got a German Aussie. Shepherd. No. We talked about German Shepherd. United Shepherds. States. No. Is it the Belgian one that no. looks like Malibute? a German? Texas? No, 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 no. no. The, the, it's like basically a Belgian. It's no, no bulldog shepherd. either. No, uh, we didn't get a bulldog or a... Uh, did you get another Aussie doodle or something? No, no. Nothing but doodle at the end. Of a Vatican City, Vatican City beagle. That's it. A Vatican, <laughs> I knew it. Dude, that's crazy. There's no way he got a beagle. 
There's no, no. way. Because the first thing you look I at is like... I just smallest country, <laughs> Vatican City. Yeah, you know, <laughs> beagles, uh, they, they're barkers, those things. That's what I'm saying. He knows those, that, and there's no are, way he'd get a beagle. No yeah, way. Beagles are barkers. Uh, well, knowing that, you said, okay, so you didn't get a hound, I'll just probably. tell you. Got a, uh, it's an Australian cattle dog uh, mixed with who knows. <laughs> mixed with question mark. Possibly, possibly a lab. Uh, possibly a German pincher. Not sure. Mm. Rescu- it's a, it rescued. Rescued? We rescued the dog, yeah. How old? Uh, 11 weeks old. Wow. Cool dude. Otherwise known as a blue healer, but it looks more like the whatever it was mixed with. Like, so the story goes, the, the mother dog, who is a Australian cattle dog, I guess ran off. <laughs> I thought you were going to do the Jeff joke. <laughs> the mother dog is his total bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was just like... Always on all fours. <laughs> well, what happened was, was she ran off it. and they just started slutting it up. <laughs> like, started slutting it off. That's with, not what I meant. Slutting up whatever dog. Uh, I was just going for the bee joke. <laughs> No, and and then I guess the dog came back to the to the owners, knocked up, and uh, you know litter of puppies, and they were not wanted. So it was one of those, you know, we found, uh, you know, we found the person who was fostering the dog, contacted them, and the guy said, uh, and by the way, if you foster a dog, what a heart! Yeah, this guy's got ten dogs he's fostering at home. Yeah. My neighbor down the street does it all the time. The one that's moving does it all the time, and they just had to put one down. It's oh, really foster a dog and then have to put it down. It sucks, man. So they foster these dogs, open For up them. their homes to these dogs to give away, just out of the goodness of their hearts. I mean, it's amazing. And uh, Thursday, he said, all right, I'll bring the dog by on Friday. Friday at 3, so the kids could, I guess they want to check out your house, too. And uh, the guy brought the dog by at 3 o'clock on, on Friday, and I go, ah, once the dog is here, yeah, it's, it's not going to be... It's over. It's not going to be, okay, we'll think about it. Yeah, you know, exactly. when the kids, when the dog's running in the yard, yeah, and the kid's like, can we keep it? Mm-hmm. Right, your kids aren't going to go, eh. Man. We had two daughters jump in the car when we were going to look for a dog. We, came, we, say, we came home with a dog. Yeah. You go look for a house. You look for a car. You don't go look for a dog. I 100%, when I went and got Wilson, I went to look at dogs. And then you came back with a dog. And I came back with a dog. Yeah. We, we, I, I, that's God's what I'm honest, we, we God's went honest to, truth. We went to just look at this dog and ask some questions and came home with a dog in a cage. Yeah. And when we got Cat, the first dog, it was my wife goes, I'm going to go with my friend and go look at the dogs. And uh, next thing you know, I'm getting pictures sent to me going, oh, this one came to me. <laughs> We've already got a connection. We've already got people weighing in on the cattle dogs and if they have them or not. Somebody says cattle dogs are buttheads. They will destroy the house if they don't have, if they don't have a job. Well, it's got a job. We're training it to be a CPA. Oh, good. <laughs> Just in time. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> no, I, I know it's a, it's, a, it's a breed that's, you know, high, high energy, and so is Cat the Dog. It's very high energy. And I figured they'll cancel each other out. Right. That's exactly what happens. Dogs don't like to run around together. They just sit together. They just don't sit worry. together. I figure, yeah, there's two <laughs> two very high energy dogs that mm-hmm. just sit there the whole time. Well, you got a cattle farm now, so uh, you have two cattle herders. Right. You have two herd dogs. <laughs> well, two herd dog mixes. Very cool. Boy, I, I, uh, Kat is, uh, she was not thrilled at first, tell you that. Probably not. And now she's asserting her, her alpha, like, this is my house. It will always be my house. 
and you can only do certain things in this house. She literally blocked off my daughter's room and said, you cannot, you shall not pass. Well, she got a bidet in there or something? <laughs> you shall not pass. And I forgot what it's like to have a puppy. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Friday into Saturday, uh, every two hours, dog needed to go out. So, you know, the wife and I took turns taking the dog out. And then uh, Saturday morning, my wife and I said to ourselves, we made a grave mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a buddy with a puppy, and I can tell anything that's going wrong because... If we're on the phone or we're playing video games or something like that, instantly I hear all sorts of excessive cursing, and it's him going, oh, "Sorry, man. I, listen, I got I got to go clean up uh, poop and and this and that. I'm, I'm gonna have to call you back." He's like, "I forgot about this puppy thing." We said, we said to we, you know, we said to ourselves, everything was perfect. <laughs> we had it made. We had it. Everything was fine. <laughs> you know, we got the one dog to exactly where we want it. I wish we could go back in time. To the old show when I got my second dog and I explained to you how awful of a decision that was. I don't remember that. Because remember, it was my ex-wife who wanted it really bad. And mm -hmm. finally I said, fine, we'll go and get the dog. We got the second dog and I immediately did the same thing you did. I was like, we were done with all this. Our dog wanted to just go outside. He go. He went and sat by the door. Yeah. I opened up the door. He ran outside, went to the bathroom, came in. I shut the door. He laid on the couch until we went to bed. It was awesome. Then I got the other dog, and then both of them started crapping all over my house and peeing everywhere. <laughs> and was like, this one's doing it. Why can't I? Oh, no. Yeah, Cat would go to the door and uh, ring the bell and want to go out. It was fun. She'd go out, yeah. come back in all happy. Now she got run of the house. Now hopefully will will cat be does cat have the temperament to maybe help out with the new dog? Like will the new dog maybe follow her around and maybe The new dog is lessons? trying to like, "Hey, look, I'm, I I want to be friends, but you know, cat so far is pretty standoffish." Uh, and for everything we've been told that it's going to take makes you know, sense. Gonna take a little while. Yeah, it's very new. To get them uh man, to get them to be besties. It took less than 60 seconds for you guys to uh, convince me not to do the second dog thing. Because we've been talking about it for a couple months on and off. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do it. We had that panic attack on Saturday morning. Like, what you know, What have we done? And then, uh, you know, talking to the kids, going, hey, you know what? You know, we... we do we really want to do this? And they both burst into tears. Like, God damn. Yeah. Do we know Do we know what the... <laughs> do we have a name yet? Oh, they got a name. Kids' names? Yeah. Oh, they got a name. Yeah, we got a name. Are we going to know the name or no? When you're ready. Can you, okay. can, can, can you give us a letter? <laughs> can you give us a letter? I, you know what? My son and I talked about it, and we wanted Kit and then Cat. That would be hilarious. But that would be too... You know, yeah, you'd I be saying know. one That'd name be, and yeah. both dogs would be Yeah, then I... You can't do that to yourselves. Don't do that to the dogs. No, no, we didn't. We didn't. The, the, the girl named the dog. My Male daughter. or female? It's a female. Okay. Uh, the daughter's name... The, the daughter. Uh, the dog's name is uh, Maggie. Well, that's cute. My daughter like named the dog, so... Okay. Another uh, message coming in. Cattle dogs are way different from Aussies. A rescue group that would rescue pretty much anything from animal control refused to take cattle dogs or cattle dog mixes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> nobody is gonna e nobody's gonna message or email and say, okay, thank you. "Hey, cattle dogs are great." Perfect. Just yeah. to let you no. know that. I mean, <laughs> even if they are, nobody's gonna email you that. Here comes the negativity. Yeah. To already reinforce I got why a we dog probably shouldn't have done this. Gold bars. Well, you're gonna have to report that. Yeah. Come. Guess yeah, what? Those are heavy bars. Taxes on that are going to be crazy. Yeah, they'll flatten out your carpet if they let Listen, one out there. 
You crate training this dog? Yes. Well, how are you going to do that with the other dog? Is it, do you see any issues there? No, so far, I mean, the dog's been in the crate for the, okay. for the first three nights. I wonder when it becomes self-aware. I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, wait a second, the I fluffy one is out there. <laughs> We're showing Australian mix, huh? Good luck. Here's our Black Healer Lab mix. Effing Hellhound. He's terrible. I hope yours is good. Thanks <laughs> for the positive uh, note. Well, uh -huh. yep. Cute dog. Hey, just to let you know, somebody else said, we have a red healer and he is wonderful. He makes sure our pit boxer mix doesn't get too close to the electric fence. He's a great watchdog. Okay. Yo, here's a positive, okay? Especially if it turns out to be a good one. They, their life expectancy is pretty awesome. 12 to 16 years. Okay. And we had that discussion, too. With the, oh, my God, this is a, a dog that lasts a while. Which is a great sign of health and all sorts of things. And, uh, you know, by the time this dog is, you know, however old, the kids will be out of, you know, out of school. And then we're going to be stuck with two dogs at home. We want to travel and stuff. These are thoughts that kept running through our heads. That's understandable. Yeah. It looks like if somebody took a, a, a like a German Shepherd... And a corgi, and somehow just completely mashed it and met in the middle. That's a cattle dog. Yeah, it's it's black and brown. It's got like a white. It's a little beefier. Like a white kind of streak up the middle. It th this thing's gonna be 60, 70 pounds. Yeah, it's a good size. Well, the f they're saying the females probably won't get over fifty pounds, which is good. But you said you got a what was a lab mix? In We're there? not sure. Yeah, so it could, it could, it's a Mastiff. We're going to say it's a Mastiff. We're not sure. <laughs> not, I guarantee. I, God, bring bring more heat. You can have a hundred million pounds. <laughs> I give me heat. Cattle no, Mastiff. I'm saying, I guarantee you, you eventually, at some point in time, will do that pet DNA thing to find out what. Oh, yeah. Can you do that? Oh, yeah. Sure, man. Oh, there's such yeah. a thing. That's like the oh, end thing right now. No, that's like the in thing right now. That's for real. I think what you do, like you gather some you other saliva, saliva and really? then you put in some hairs or whatever and you send it off and it comes back and it breaks it down just like 23 Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we got to do that. I think it looks like a, like a, like a healer slash German pincher. It's got that's that kind of face. Embark. German pincher. Mm. Talking about Doberman? I'm, I'm not sure what a German pincher Look is. it up. Look it up. Oh, yeah. Embark. And see, they say a lot of it is, a lot of it's really good, like, if you do have a, a mutt, because then when you get that and you go to your vet and you go, hey, here's the report, then go, oh, well, it's got bad hips because this breed treatment. has bad hips or whatever. We could adjust so, treatment. Yeah. I mean, it, it, tells, it tells you almost anything. Like, Well, um, when, I, when I left the house this morning, uh, the dog was uh, whimpering and I heard my wife curse. And then sure, it wasn't the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> well, those pinchers are cool. They're just dope is smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me medium size. Yeah. I don't know. That's, okay, I, embark. I'll uh, I'll, ch I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've already trained her. She's, you know, the whole sit thing, and she's been on a leash. So she's up at the farm yesterday. We had to, we had to bring a pen, like a kind of like a dog pen to kind of pen her in a little area. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see. 
Yeah, this off a little on edge these next couple weeks. And I know it's like having a kid, a, new, a, a newborn again. I know a couple of people when you first started talking about it last week or the week before or whatever, people had said like, "Don't get two female dogs," or "Don't get a male and a female dog." It says here, as long as you guys are present and like yeah. make it aware, like, "Hey, you guys are friends, you guys are family. Do not fight; they'll be fine." But if you, they say, if you put two female dogs just out there and go, "Okay, you guys are good," they will yeah. hate each other forever. That's what we heard too, because I was like, "Man, we probably." Hmm. Gotta get a male dog, and it's gonna make a difference. And other things you read, mm. is that it doesn't make a difference. The uh, the guy who brought the dog said it doesn't matter. Yeah. But he came in, dude. Came, checked out the house, made sure the house was uh, you know sound for another dog, and if it was a loving family and a you know fenced in yard, and a place for this dog to run. You're, so, miss, you're missing silverware, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that that means they gave a crap, so that's good. Yeah, the dogs already they probably gave a crap. The, about dog the dog already had its second round of shots. So we didn't have to deal with that. The dog uh, was is already chipped, and they give you like a, uh, a like a free uh, spading, free like here's a certificate when the dog needs to get spayed in August, I think they said. No way. Yeah, and they wow. said take it to this place. What a deal! Or here's a list of. Although, uh, or is that a red flag? Here's a list of vets. No, because it's <laughs> one of those like, hey, I'm Bob Barker. Remember to spay and neuter your dogs. Gotcha. They don't want these dogs running around. Being sluts. Have you bought yourself a herding ball yet? What is that? Hey, guys, my husband and I live on a cattle farm and have a blue healer, and the best thing you can do is buy a herding ball. It will wear them out doing what their breed is made for. They're really great dogs. My husband has had them most of their life. They are super protective and loyal, and we love ours. What is a herding ball? It's the thing that you throw out there, and they herd it. <laughs> I heard it. I ain't going to go get it, but I heard it. <laughs> what is that? Did y'all hear that? I'm I heard it. Dog hear that? Ball at Amazon. There it is. Yeah, it's like a, it's like oh, a giant okay. bumble yeah, ball. Yeah, you know what? I do that with a uh, with a soccer ball. Well, the, the, this thing, like, they get a piece of it, and it kind of goes in, in the wrong direction, which kind of oh, like triggers so. yeah, them yeah, yeah. to corral it. It's a soccer ball. It's a soccer ball with little things the dog with can grab onto. On yeah, with the with the bumble. Yeah, I, I we are I, we already roll like a soccer ball. And cat runs after it. And we do that with a brick. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, very cool. Get the brick. <laughs> Get the brick. Get the brick. Eloise is excited. Get the brick. Well, hey man, congratulations. That yeah, thanks, man. man. Super, congratulations super to happy us. For you. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a great like. What's the training period? Like a year. Yeah, well, it took a little over a year to get Cat where we wanted oh, her, so... it'll be a solid year, boys. Yeah. Did I just hear you say if yeah. I'm a little bit more... Ed- forgive me if I'm a little bit more on edge? Yeah. We can't oh, take that. Boy. Yeah, sorry. First of all, not forgiven. But very much enjoyed. We're laughing with you, yeah, not at accept, you? We can accept, but not forgive. Unless and I, not listen, laughing. I also feel bad because there were a lot of Team Riz members down at the Mattress Direct on Saturday going, you're going to get a second dog, and I had to deny it. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Whereas I had already spent the one night with the dog. Why the denial? Oh, just so. Because I wanted to, I'd like to do announcements here. I like to do announcements from the mothership. <laughs> well, now is, everybody I, thinks you're a liar. You have time to this formally is, apologize this to is, I've, I've always said this is the ultimate social media right here. It is. Did I take a picture right away and put it on Instagram? No, I did not. This right here, the ultimate social media. So there you go. First posting about the dog. T- did you tell everybody no social media until I talk about it on the air? <laughs> yes, I did. Well, I mean, yeah, not really many people would that knew 
would do anything. Would do anything. No, we. I, <laughs> and to be honest with you, uh, my wife and I were 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 hesitant to tell our folks. We didn't tell them until yesterday. And because we were, afraid which is weird, because they, they don't live here. Right. Well, we were afraid they'd call us idiots. So let's just enjoy the dog eh. for a couple of days before <laughs> we get crap from our families. Before we get judged. <laughs> <laughs> and were you correct? No, no. Both my mother and uh, and my wife's parents were quite stoked. Nice. I got a solid feeling, though. You will single-handedly prevent my household from getting a second dog. Uh, as you watch my journey. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As you watch my journey going forward. Yeah, we were we were maybe maybe no more than a step or two away from really getting down to what we were looking for. And I think it stops here. So thank you. Yeah. Why? He hasn't even done anything yet. He's had the dog for two days. I'm so far yeah, we're I know, good. but now that it's like a reality, I'm so really... So far we're good. Just, just check in in another two weeks. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, well maybe maybe not single-handedly. My, it's Free Beer Dave got another dog, and it's beautiful. Beautiful. And it's, it's so awesome. And like I said, if we're playing MLB or something like that, and he pauses for the 15th time in an inning, it's just, I'm, I'm, I hear him in the background. <laughs> yeah, but you see, he doesn't have kids that are of age to go, hey, well, go take care of that dog. Right, but I don't, you know and, how that goes. And the kids, you know, will be off of school, and they got another month left. Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, we're trying to be positive here. I'll be, I'll be honest. It is pretty awesome that my kids are at the age now where, you know, I can hear my dog kind of go to his spot where he normally goes out by the back door, and I can go, Gabs, go let Wilson out, and she'll go right to the door and let him out and shut the door. Great. And I'm like, man, this is really cool. Like, Just I'm at that spot be, right now. You know, take the dog for a walk. You know, feed the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, she'll get water, and she'll, I'll, go, I'll go, does Wilson have water? And she'll go, no. I go, Great. fill it up. She'll fill big, it up. It's a big step. She'll spill half of it on the way back to where she's putting it down, but at least the effort was there. Yeah, We've the already, kids are helpful with the dog that's already trained, but I'm not sure about the puppy phase. We've already had the talk of, hey, this dog could still go back. <laughs> oh, man. Ain't no promises here. Cruel. <laughs> it's firm but fair. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey. Ooh. Remember, I ain't attached to this thing yet. It could still go back. <laughs> I'm attached. I like it. I like the dog. Well, you do know how you open your heart so quickly. Yeah, I have a little more love to give. But this is it. This is it. The end. Good for you, man. Eventful weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mirrored uh, Tony's weekend over there. I took an L, and I did some golfing. I uh, I lost my first game as a soccer coach. Guys, I'm a soccer coach. Hey, all oh, right. congrats. Welcome to I've, the disappointment. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. found out 20 seconds before the game started. Well, you know. What, coach never showed? Coach no showed? Co- coach wasn't there. I didn't know he wasn't supposed to be there. And then another parent goes, uh, hey, uh, you going to coach? I said, well, I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, is, is that what's happening? He was like, let's coach together. So we we coached oh, together. Oh, co-coached. Yeah. And, uh, and? We, well, we took the L. That's okay. We're okay, going to come back. Well. We're going to get him. We're going to get him. And then I did some foot golfing, and oh, my gosh, played my best golf of all time. So much fun. You guys got to go foot golfing with me. It's so much fun. I would definitely do that. I would foot golf. Uh, we still got a bowl. We still got to go play real I golf. Can't, I'm now sorry, I can't. Got, I have two dogs. Now I got the second dog. Yeah, I yeah. Really but bring, bring the dog. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> bring the dog and the soccer ball. I, I do want to. Uh, I do want to bring one thing up. As far as this is some very good news for the area. Oh. Did you uh, hear that the announcement's going to be made this morning about 
uh, restaurants and bars opening up 100%. Is this the Relax STL or, or, or Reopen STL know. or something? Word is that this morning, uh, the new mayor of St. Louis, the city, Tashar Jones, and the county exec, Sam Page, will announce that St. Louis County and city bars will fully reopen 100% and stay open until the normal closing times. That's good news, right? When you say 100%, you're talking about capacity as well? 100% capacity. Wow. 100% capacity, again, and and can keep their whatever hours they had, whatever hours they want, all good. Again, the city and the county of St. Louis. What's the bad news? Can anybody guess what the bad news is? They don't have employees anymore. That's That's it. That's what my guess was, is that they can't staff them. don't have the employees to, to, uh, to open 100%. There are some that do, and there there are some that don't. But and I've read this a bunch of places and and talked to some actually restaurant owners. Some places will not be able to open because or open 100 percent because they don't have enough staff. So, uh, Fox Two talked to somebody from the Drunken Fish down at the Central West End, and they said, "There's a quote: We already have tables we could be seating, but we physically don't have the staff to serve these people." Now I think the answer here as to why is twofold. Number one, unemployment benefits are pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have to work and you're making more money than you would working, uh, why even look? Or why look there? Maybe maybe somebody's not wanting to go back to a restaurant or bar. Work. And that brings maybe up my number two. That brings up my number two. You know, they're, they're making unemployment now, so why not try something different? If they they didn't like that lifestyle. Number two is when everything started shutting down and restaurant workers were being let off, they just straight up left the industry. Mm. Like they went, ah, this isn't for me anymore? They just found another job somewhere else doing something else. I know somebody, she is a lifelong career bartender. Like, that is what she does. Has like three, three, three different jobs. You know, she'll do some day shifts at... The Applebee's, and then she'll go work at nighttime at a fancier bar, and that's what she does. That's her career. This whole thing hit. She now is, I think, a real estate agent. Like she was like, I'm out. Like I, I can't, that's I can't do life, this. Man, especially it's a, if you have a relationship, kids, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, working at a restaurant, being a server, being a bartender is tough life. Yep. So when when everything shut down last year, a lot of people were were laid off, and they just straight up. Found something else mm-hmm. in another industry, and, and they needed a job at that time, right? So I think it's a combo of, of both those things. I'm not sure what which one of those holds more weight, but other places are looking for people too, not just restaurants. If you say to me, "I can't find a job," you are a damn liar. You might not be able to find the job you want, but you can find I'm a job that for upper management, Tony. <laughs> Uh, the St. Louis Wheel down at uh, Union Station. They're looking for about 200 people. And that's, um, actually, I shouldn't say the St. Louis Wheel. I should say Union Station. Uh, they're looking for people at the hotel, looking for people for the aquarium, looking for people from the for the restaurants in the area over there. Mm-hmm. Y'all been down there recently? We went in uh, in, in December. We went, I went, we went, went last August. weekend. Mm-mm. We went last weekend. It's incredible. It's incredible. It was packed. People everywhere. Things were all sold out. It was so good to see. We did the Polar Express. That's when we did it. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, we did the wheel and the e- Polar Express. Even since then, even since then, it has improved. Uh, I mean, the, the ropes courses, 
Absolutely incredible. The, the whole thing is so very cool, and it's so awesome to see it doing well, and the restaurant's full and everything. Oh, man, we were just there a few years ago, and it was a ghost town. Remember? Did you go Garrett? up on the wheel? You went up on the wheel? Not this go-around, but we've done it before. You've done it before. Your yeah. thoughts? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was wonderful. I, I thought it was okay. You yeah. know why it was okay? Because you look on one side, you go, oh, look, the arch and stuff. And the other side, you go, ah, eh, there's nothing on this yep. side. Okay, but you, you can also, uh, when that soccer stadium's up, right. that's going to that's gonna right. it's, that's gonna, throw a lot of stuff into right. it. Right. You'll be able to see the soccer stadium a little more, little more, a uh, little more scenic on the one side than the other. For side. sure, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, did, it's building. It's building very quickly. You just said, you know, Polar Express. Meh. Your kids are too old for that, right? I mean, that's like. Well, it's also, and we went to the Polar Express during the pandemic year, where the the train didn't even move. Yeah, yeah. train didn't move, and weather was weird and inconsistent. We you walk through it, and and the kids, I don't think were that into it. I was more into the idea of them being into mm-hmm. it. I was more into the idea of let's do something. But you guys know as well as I do. I mean, the parking lot sucked even a couple of years ago, and now it is gorgeous. It's so oh, nice to see. Yeah, they got everything working down there. And it's they're good. getting return on the investment, and oh, it's but good. It's good for our town, man. They need workers. Also, uh, the riverboats at the Gateway Arch—they're canceling cruises because they don't have enough staff. Looking for twenty-five to thirty people, and I think the director of operations. Was saying that he'd do interview. He would he would have people call up for interviews and set stuff up, and people wouldn't show. Why? So if somebody says to you, "I can't find a job," they ain't looking. Nope. They ain't looking. Now, as far as the restaurants opening up, here's what here's what uh, is expected to be announced today. All businesses will even operate at 100% capacity as long as they adhere to CDC distancing and masking guidelines. St. Louis City and County will align masking mandates to CDC guidelines. Going forward, all St. Louis City and County public health orders will be aligned to be the same, again, with the CDC. Bars and restaurants will be allowed to stay open to their normal closing hour. In St. Louis City, bars will be able to stay open until 1.30 or 3, depending on their license. Bars must still adhere to CDC distancing and masking guidelines. So there you go. Okay. That's good. That's good news. That's great news. Well, and speaking of restaurants, uh, our our buddies over at uh, Sauce on the Side were in the news this weekend. Yeah, they had a little excitement over there. Yeah. Yeah, Tony sent me this article yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, had no, I had no idea. Yeah, I, st- I just saw it pop up and I went, oh, man, where was this? Oh, we know him. You were down at the new Sauce on the Side location. About a month ago. About a month ago. That's up in the streets of St. Charles. Mm-hmm. Right where the, the, the Prasino is, Prasino and Tucano. It's literally and, right next to First Watch. Yeah, yeah. There's P.F. Chang's right there. Yep. That all streets of St. Charles are very nice. Mm-hmm. What, Beautiful. What's the, what's the other one? Firebird? Or Firebird. F- Firebird. Is it Firebirds? Firebirds. Oh, okay. Yeah, that place is cool, too. Was oh, that a chicken place? No, it's no, a, like a, a, it's it's like a grill. Like a, it's a, yeah, it's a fancier grill. Yeah, like place. an upscale grill. Think mm-hmm. Longhorn almost. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. a little nicer. Yeah, I guess so. Did you see what happened there? It's Applebee's with a jacket. You see what happened at Sauce on the Side? I did not know what happened. Oh, you didn't know? Oh. No. First of all, shout out to Dan the Calzone Man and everybody. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Here we go. I read from stltoday.com. A St. Louis County man and teenage girl were arrested Friday evening after allegedly throwing a Molotov cocktail. What? In a St. Charles neighborhood and then at a restaurant. 
Shortly after the incident at the St. Charles location of Sauce on the Side, a Calzone restaurant, police arrested Rashad Cotton, 23, along with a 16-year-old girl from St. Charles who police did not identify. Cotton was recently fired from Sauce on the Side and was, quote, angry over his termination, according to St. Charles police. Police say the fiery course of events began around 6.15 when witnesses reported seeing Cotton throw a Molotov cocktail in the 3400 block of Grenier Drive in St. Charles. Reports state that Cotton threw one of the exploding devices in the street, causing damage to a residential front yard. He then drove off in a silver Hyundai Elantra with a 16-year-old girl and another woman. Police say the initial toss was done merely to test the Molotov cocktail. About 20 minutes later, the same subjects threw a Molotov cocktail at the St. Charles restaurant. Police said injuring a woman seated on the patio who suffered a minor burn to her thigh. Just five minutes later, another report came in stating that the suspect's Hyundai had crashed near the Bass Pro Shops on North 5th Street. Police used pepper spray to arrest uh, Cotton there, ran into some trouble. They said numerous citizens surrounded the officers, quote, making it difficult to control the scene. Uh-huh. Two officers suffered minor injuries to their hands while working to get Cotton in on, into handcuffs. I would like to know more about that part because mm-hmm. they don't... Yeah. They really, the wow. STL today really doesn't elaborate on the making it difficult difficult to control the scene part. Normally that's frowned upon. Well, in this day and age, if somebody's getting arrested, you know somebody's got a phone out. So I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a video. Yeah, we'll get video of it soon. Uh, Connett was charged with arson, multiple counts of assault, and armed criminal action, among other offenses. At the time of the arrest, 26-year-old woman was also in a passenger, a passenger in the Hyundai, along with her infant child. Eh, bring the kid off to a uh, Molotov cocktail throwing event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy. No worries. Which I'm sure, if you're lighting that thing from inside the car, which is very safe, with the kid inside the car, he's a bunch of dopes. Mm. Her involvement in the incident is also under investigation. Crazy, right? Yep. How about that poor woman? She's having got a sauce on the side calzone. Is that sound on a Friday night? Mm. Delicious. I guess they interviewed her on a KMOV. She said she was eating outside the sauce on the side in St. Charles. When they were caught in a mess of a man throwing Molotov cocktails at the restaurant. Woman says a dude just comes flying through followed by a female. Then I asked her if she was okay because she screamed. Then she, I realized, had one of the Molotov cocktails in her hands. Luckily, this woman was only just burned. Yeah. Like, just like minor burn. Mm -hmm. Nothing too, nothing too crazy. But everybody's okay up there? I know. Yeah, uh, I reached out to Dan and Dan said, you know, they're, they're just very thankful that things didn't go could have been a lot worse. Yeah, that things didn't go, you know, even worse than what had already happened. And they said that uh, they talked to everybody and, you know, everything's good. So that's cra- just crazy. I want to know why the guy was fired. Uh, poor decision makers? Poor, yes. Yeah, probably Possibly. Not, not the best of decision makers. I don't think you're saucing the sod material. <laughs> you prove that. Maybe try putting the sauce inside. That's pro- Damn. You're probably right. <laughs> Sir, the sauce goes on the side here, not Get in the out. calzone. <laughs> You're out. Read the sign. Sauce we got on the one side. rule oh. here. 
<laughs> yeah, we're pretty loosey-goosey here at Sauce and Sabu. I don't care how One many roll. times Tony Patrico calls and asks for the sauce inside. That is a test. <laughs> One rule here. That's all we ask because you put the sauce on the side. <laughs> Thank God everybody's okay. We're laughing about it. <laughs> I also want to know, uh, you know, what's the deal with the, poli- with the uh, police being surrounded while making the arrest? Yeah. Yeah, stay out of the way. That, uh, they don't normally care film, for that. Film all you want. Stay out of the way. I want to know what the deal with that was, especially since he crashed, and this is a pretty violent guy. Mm-hmm. If you're going to throw a Molotov cocktail at a restaurant where there's somebody outside, this is a guy that needs to be taken off the street. So, I'm, listen, I'm sure I'm sure we'll get the, the, the full story soon. I hope so. I hope so, too. Thank God everybody's all right. Yep. Our shout out to everybody over there at Sauce on the Side. All right, let's do this. All right, Team Riz member of the day comes to us from Flaricent, Missouri. It's Sarah DeClue. Yes, yeah, Sarah. Right, Sarah DeClue. Sarah DeClue. Uh, she says the Riz show is the the one talk show that she's always she's always got going on the car, constantly playing. As far as uh, listening to the show in the office, the car, and watching the show on the old YouTube stream. Sarah likes the show because it's different. We don't do segments like Second Date Update or uh, Phone Pranks, which actually makes us stand out. <laughs> Loves those real fake punishments. Always amazed by the candidates on Free Glue. She's an all-around fan. Sarah DeClue from Florissant is the Team Riz member of the day. Get the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz. Well, 2020 is finally over, and I'm sure we're all saying good riddance. Now is the time to focus on the future. And for many of us, that means our job situation. Whether COVID knocked you out of a job entirely or you just want a new start in 2021, Centric Training can help. The tech industry is expected to flourish as the economy rebounds. And you could be a part of that. How? Centric's hands-on program can get you trained and started in a new IT career, and they could do it in just four months, even if you have no tech experience. Then they help you find a job. 2021 may be the best time ever to change your life, so don't just sit there. Pick up the phone and call Patrick Nealon today. Find out if a career in IT is right for you. Call 314-450-4714 or log on to centric.com slash STL. That's C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash STL. Centric has trained point listeners from all kinds of backgrounds. Now it's your turn. Technology is the future of St. Louis. Centric can make it your future, and it starts now. Hey, podcast weirdos, what's happening? It's Moon talking about Travers Automotive and RV Group, locally owned right here in the St. Louis area for uh, for over 24 years. That means they have the relationships with the banks and the credit unions in the area to get deals done for you that nobody else can. That means guaranteed financing. Even if you've been denied before, if you've made mistakes in the past, or if you're just building your credit, guaranteed financing. Plus, all makes, all models. These vehicles have all stabilized in their value. That means you're not going to buy a car, drive it off the lot, and know that it depreciated some 20%. No, that's not what happens here. This is a smarter way to buy. Pre-owned vehicle, low miles, full factory warranty, exactly what you want down to the details. All makes, all models means everything from sports cars to lifted trucks, Chevys, GMCs, Maseratis, whatever it is that you want, need, and deserve is right there at Travers. A thousand plus cars, trucks, and SUVs to choose from make it so simple, so easy, and so obvious for you to get your next vehicle at Travers Automotive and RV Group. Travers GMT West is at Highway 70 in the Bryan Road exit on Instagram at GMT. GMT Auto West and online at GMTAutoWest.com. Hey, St. Louis, this is Rascal Flats. Me and my gang always hang out with the Rizzino Show. All right, 
and welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Bud Light Seltzer webcams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Your emails, rizshow 1057thepoint.com. Scott back tomorrow, I'm assuming? I yes. So. Yeah. From what I understand. Right, Scott's back tomorrow. Uh, we got an exciting week. I mean, first off, Craig Gass is coming by today. That's always fun. Yep. He'll be by around 7.15. Uh, we begin our Get a Life promotion today, our Get a Life giveaway. So at 7.30, you'll be listening, and I'll tell you what song is today's song trigger. I'll tell you the song. You hear either us, Lux, or Donnie play this song. You'll be caller 105. Get yourself, uh, you know, qualified for the big Get Alive Grand Prize. It's huge, man. Over fifteen thousand dollars in prizes. That's great. I mean, including five thousand bucks in cash, seventy-five inch TV, PS5, a deluxe recliner from our friends at Marshall Home, lawnmower courtesy of Herb Equipment. How about wings every week for a year from Hot Shots? That'd be all right. It's pretty cool. Set of four tires for your ride from R&R Tire Express Midwest. A whole bunch of stuff. So listen. 7.30, I'll tell you what song you should be listening for all day long. And then be caller 105. Get yourself qualified for the big old Get a Life. Big old Get a Life Grand Prize. So you've been to Kid Rock's place, right? What's it called? Kids Rock? Kid Honky Rock's Tonk. Or? Kids Rock. Kid Rock Honky Tonk. Kid Rock's Honky Tonk. Oh, here it is. It's, it's Here's the full title. Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I went by it a few months ago. Packed, slam packed. I mean, people coming out of the uh, uh, of the main building, mm-hmm. and it, this was crummy weather. It was freezing, and they were still outside. This is during during COVID and everything. Was, oh, was, listen, there were pictures pictures coming out of that place, you know, during the entire lockdown. Didn't they get shut down for a day or two for probably I'm for violating sure. uh, yeah. violating yeah. laws? Yeah, as far as I mean, was that, there was another place I mean, down God. there. So, which you got to know if and it's, if you've been down in Nashville. Um, anytime in the last couple of years, but especially the last year, if they were getting shut down, it's because they went above and beyond past rules because well, everybody on that whole street is breaking all the rules. Well, you say, Jeff, you know, look at the owner. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sure Kid Rock has his name. He's kind of, he's not there. No, I'm just saying his name is on it. His you saw what happened with him. He's out at some, I don't know, it was a speech or something, and people had to come by and say, sir, put this mask on. And that's his name is on the place, so that's what I'm saying. That. Yeah. So here's yeah. the story about. Yeah, I don't think he's running day to day. You don't think he's in the back, like scheduling part timers? No, fries are up. <laughs> Drive some fries. <laughs> Where's the chicken fingers for 33? <laughs> is Paul a, a a no call no show again? <laughs> I'm Kid Rock. I'll be your mater d. Think, yeah, you know what? Kid, I'll be your host today. Kid Rock should be the one calling out the names for tables. That would be cool. Well, I mean, what is that? That place, uh, Kid Rock's place in Nashville. It's you know, it's it's uh, linen napkin on the lap, pinky up when you're drinking your Earl Grey tea, right? Probably not. Incorrect. Oh, it's not that. No, I don't think they have Earl Grey. <laughs> no. Yeah, Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk rock and roll steakhouse. You know what so. it is? It's uh, people go there and they listen to a band uh, play "Devil Went Down to Georgia" four times in three hours, and they get wasted. Well, police were called there on Saturday night. <laughs> With an H. Police were called there Saturday night because a guy had taken off his colostomy bag and was swinging it around. Shut up. Spraying feces all over the place. Oh, my God. Told you, man, it's a party. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, man. he 
decided. He took his colostomy to bag off what? and started swinging it over his head. Oh. As if he didn't care? Yep. Wow. Talk about a super spreader. Oh my god, that is a floor ruiner, just so you know. That is a floor ruiner. I hope they have tile. That's a night ruiner <laughs> for everybody involved. For that legit was, everybody. I, that happened to me, and that was the first time I got new carpet in my house. How about this? The cop the, the guy was arrested. Uh, at least one of the cops had a go change because his uniform was quote covered in human fecal oh. matter. What a disaster! If I was on the fourth there, I'd go. That we're done. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I don't. I don't get paid enough to be a police officer. I hear the wheel in St. Louis Union Station is hiring. I think I'm gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna relax and be the wheel operator. Yeah. Oh God. So, yeah, it's happened. Uh, Mm -mm -mm. You know, I know it's crazy. Not the first time down there that's happened. Probably not. <laughs> no, they didn't say that, but I'm assuming. You imagine the band on stage. Oh, you had to happen during our set. This had to happen during oh. our set. <laughs> Maybe really, the guy was really, just this really isn't. I'm not having a great time with this story. <laughs> Maybe a guy was just so moved by the music. Oh, they just man. Yeah, and that, you know that kind of place. Like, uh, there's. There's certain bars in New Orleans and certain bars in Nashville that if you're a band, no matter what happens, because I'm sure fights happen all the time, like, you don't stop. You just go, yeah. But poo-flinging, you're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stop for, I'm going to stop the music for poo-flinging. Maybe that's going to be the new, let me see those those lighters. Lighters, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> let me see those bags? It's his version of clapping. <laughs> Kid Rock's oh, place, man. remember back in the, May, and I, Riz, you're probably old enough uh, to, well, then you too, I guess. Back in the day, there used to be certain Hoosier dives that in the bathroom, it would say flush twice, the kitchen's really far away. Do you ever see those no. signs? Seems no. like Kid Rock would have a sign like that. Flush twice, the kitchen's far away. That's just... No, it, I'm it, not it, sure it, I get it. Like our kitchen sucks. Flush twice so that it goes there, we can make food. It's like a shot. Their food is ish. Yeah. Oh, their food is crap. So you flush twice because it goes uh, to the kitchen, then they grab it and they make it for you. That's appetizing. Yep. At this place, do they have uh -huh. a chicken wire in front of the stage? <laughs> no. <laughs> like the Blues Brothers? Like Roadhouse, the, the, baby. The, the, Come the bar, on. They you are down low. The bar is up top. I mean, for you to look up, I mean, to, to see the band, like if I'm like, oh, I want to see what band's playing, you literally have to go and look up to yeah. see them. Don't, oh, be, that's cool. don't, don't be fooled. It's a dance club. It's a dance club. Yeah. But it says honky-tonk. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But, rock, I mean, it, rock, rock and roll honky-tonk. But if you've ever been to like a dance club where the band is jammed up in basically like a DJ booth because they're maximizing dance floor mm, and, yeah. and, and boozing area, Man, it's, it's, a, it's a dance club. Mm, disgusting. With hats and boots. Sounds gross. Let's All go. right. Today is uh, May the 3rd, Bank of the Day. 100 years ago, 1921, West Virginia introduced the first ever state sales tax, one of the many great contributions that West Virginia has made to society. Thank you. 48 years ago, 1973, the Sears Tower was completed in Chicago and officially certified as the world's tallest building. 1,450 feet, 110 stories high, or 1,730 feet tall if you count the antennas. Until then, the uh, World Trade Center in New York City held the record at 1,368 feet and 1,362 uh, feet, the Twin Towers. Now the Sears Tower is the Willis Tower. Renamed the Willis Tower back in 2009. And it held the record for 25 years. Anybody know where the tallest building is right now? Is that in Dubai or? or? Yeah, the current tallest building in the world is the Burj Khalifa in 
uh, Dubai. That's the one with the bridge, right? It's got like a rib in between well, the top two at, at floor 89 or something. Saudi Arabia is going to eventually take the title because they're building right now what is to be uh, called the Jeddah Tower, which will be 3,280 feet tall. Oh, and they named it after a Volkswagen. Yep. Jeddah. Yep. J-E-T-T-A. Not true. J-E-D-D-A. <laughs> he says, not true. Not true. Uh, 42 years ago, 1979, Margaret Thatcher was elected the first female prime minister of Great Britain, sworn in the next day. Let um, me see here. 35 years ago, 1986, uh, Dolly Parton officially opened Dollywood. Dollywood Amusement Park. It's in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. They get 2.5 million guests a year and employ 3,000 people. 30 years ago, 1991, Dallas aired its series finale on CBS. Over 33 million people watched. 19 years ago, 2002, Spider-Man was released. That's the Tobey Maguire version, not the uh, Tom Holland MCU version. And 15 years ago today, 2006, Tiger Woods' dad, Earl Woods, died at the age of 74. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Oh, Olivia Dukakis passed away, you guys. Uh, That happened on Saturday. No word cause of death. She was uh, going through, quote, many months of failing health. She was 89 years old and uh, scheduled to turn 90 next month. Moonstruck, right? Moonstruck. She was uh, Cher's mom in Moonstruck. She won the Oscar for that. What what else was she in? Steel Magnolias, Mighty Aphrodite, The Event, uh, the miniseries Sinatra, Joan of Arc. That was Michael Dukakis's cousin? Cousin. I think it's Dukakai. When you talk about two of them together. Uh (laughs) And uh, Michael Dukakis lost the what presidential election? What year? That was 1988. I'm going to say 88 because yeah. he lost at GW. Uh, that seems. Uh, George H.W. George H.W. in 1988. Yeah, 88. Yeah, and you, you know what they say, sunk him? Remember how they always like find oh, yeah. a moment? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I know this one. It was the tank. Him and a tank. The, helmet. Oh, the, the goofy helmet. helmet. Yeah. Where they're like, we can't, this guy can't run this guy. He's, he's got his big brother's helmet on. He was in a, yeah, he was in a tank. It was yeah. a photo op and he had a helmet on and he looked silly. Because uh, he kind of looked dorky, that ended him. Uh, remember, I, I think it was Friday. I talked about how that Josh Duggar, uh, his this car dealership that he owned for a while, was raided by the feds, and they took all the uh, computers and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, one or two things happened. Either they took the computers and replaced them because he was the largest Amway salesman in the area, and they gave him new computers. That's what I'm going with. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's what I would assume. I mean, this is we're, we're talking... or we're talking about quite the piece of crap here. So, what do you think it was? I know the answer. Receipt and possession of child porn. Oh, no. He has already pleaded not guilty to both, and is it really a super-duper surprise? This is the Duggar who admitted to touching underage girls when he was younger, and I think, what, two of them were his sisters? Yeah, yeah. And mom and dad, of course, you know the major, the uh, patriarchs, the Jim and uh, Michelle Duggar. They issued a statement saying that they're, uh, it is their, their prayer that truth, no matter what it is, will come to light, and that this will all be resolved in a timely manner. They continue to pray for their family and everything. Oh, so he admitted to cheating on his wife Anna, had a porn addiction. And Anna really took all this to heart when, what was it, an Ashley Madison account and touching his sisters a handful of years ago. She really, Anna, his wife, really, really took it to heart because they're expecting their seventh child now. Oh, my God. Game of Thrones actress, is it Esme Bianco? I didn't watch the program. Does anybody know? Esme, Esme. is that how you say it? I think it's Esme. Um, What character did she play? She played one of the, uh, the, the women in the brothel. 
Well, she is also one of several women who recently accused Marilyn Manson of sexual abuse, and she's number one to make it official. Moon, if you you're you're the only one. Oh this yeah, okay. Game of Thrones. Do you know what she looks like? That's the you know? gal from Winterfell that ended up in King's Landing um, at the whore, at the, uh, the the brothel. Yes, she was. Uh, uh, I was gonna say the whore place. The whore place. Ki- kind of red hair, long red flowing hair. Yes. Uh, beautiful gal, and she's from another show as well. Well, she apparently went through the ringer if, if what she is accusing Marilyn Manson of is true. Uh, drugged her, tortured her, raped her in 2011, oh. whipped her with a Nazi whip, quote-unquote. A Nazi whip? What does that even mean? I don't know. Cut her with a Nazi knife as well. Electrocution, cutting her genitals, uh, for all for his sexual gratification. He says it's not true. Marilyn Manson is one of these guys that probably collects Nazi mar- memorabilia mm-hmm. because it's shocking. Yeah, his lawyer says it's, quote, provably false, and uh, the actress only did this after, quote, a refuse, refuse a Maryland quote refused to be shaken down. Uh, so he looks. He, they will vigorously contest these allegations in court. Something a little lighter that'd be okay for everybody. Sure. Uh, now that Jennifer Lopez single again, she spent a lot of time with who? Jennifer Lopez. Uh, is this somebody that we? Her sister. Ex- no, it's, it's, it's going to be a But dude. it's Ben Affleck. Oh, what about Ben Affleck? Yes, Tony. I knew you knew. And it says here, it made it. It made a point in this article. Only reason I want to grab this says it must be noted. These were daytime visits because uh, people nothing. don't do stuff like this during the day. No, she didn't bring an overnight bag. No, she did not. But he was brought over in in her car. So she sent a car for him, or he sent a car for her. So he went to her place. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer Garner, another ex, says, it's cool. We're all friendly. Everything is fine. Everybody's just concerned about Ben Affleck's uh, well-being. So we've talked about this a couple of times, but Guy Fieri has raised over $25 million during the pandemic for all the out-of-work line cooks, servers, the restaurant professionals. You were just talking about restaurants here opening up. People had to walk away from the industry. Guy Fieri has been helping them out, right? Yeah. One of the ways that he did this, we've talked about other ways, but one of the ways he just went directly to CEOs of big corporations and said, hey, I'm Guy Fieri. I'm doing this. Can you help out? He got big help from PepsiCo, Uber Eats, Procter and Gamble. He got both of them? Yeah, he got both Procter Mm -hmm. and Gamble. And there was one big company that he says did not help out. Yeah, I read this article that he was uh, quoted in here. And yeah, he got a lot. He he did the work himself. He, He went and called up these CEOs and... And, uh, and did the legwork. And here's the quote. He says, quote, I'm not into shaming people and telling who didn't donate. That's not my style. But Jeff Bezos didn't help us out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks there, guy. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, but his name rhymes with Bezos. He just signed. He just, I guess he just re-signed with the Food Network for another you know, five years, whatever it is. They said eight figures. Wow. Good for him. A high eight-figure deal with Food Network. That's pretty cool. the face of that organization. Uh, now, Dwayne The Rock Johnson did team up with Bill Gates from Microsoft, and they donated new Xbox Series 10s to 20 children's hospitals across the United States. Hopefully more than 50,000 kids will get these things, which is pretty cool. That's so nice. congratulations to him doing even more stuff. During the pandemic, you guys watch, or are you noticing yourself watching new stuff, older stuff, reruns, current stuff? What? Mostly. Um, there is a... There is a Story here that says people are rewatching old stuff. See, I'm not. I'm not in that camp. I'm. I'm watching new stuff. Well, I'm the a whole new stuff watcher. The thought here is, is when your when your brain is a little bit uh, uh, when your brain is a little bit fried or tried or tired, you're going to go to old stuff for familiarity to make you feel better. What I'm doing is I'm going back to older stuff that I never watched. Okay. Like uh, you know, I, I did the It's Always Sunny in Philly. Finished mm-hmm. all that. 
did uh, went and, and watched Letterkenny for the first time. Finished mm-hmm. watching that. I'm now watching that uh, Action Bronson uh, effing oh, delicious show. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's so good. The, I want to uh, hang out with that guy. The most <laughs> streamed older show of the last year. That's funny. Despite going off the air over ten years ago, was The Office. That's the one that everybody's going back and watching the most. Also, Friends, Sopranos, New Girl, Vampire Diaries, that sort that sort of thing. Now, the BBC does report you got to be careful. And obviously, this is, this is common sense. But if you're dealing with your brain during the pandemic and you want to shut down and you want to feel better and remember the 10 years ago, you can't just sit around because that's bad for your body, too. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit around and watch stuff on TV. Have you been watching Tony on A&E? They've been doing these wrestling do- wrestling document uh, documentaries. I have not watched them yet. I have them all saved and recorded, but they all look pretty awesome. Man, I was watching the, the Macho Man one yesterday. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Serge Tankian, the singer of System of Down, thank goodness, you guys. They put on a couple of songs recently for charity that uh, Project the Land and Genocidal Humanoids. And because of the success of those, guess what? Serge says, guys, let's get the band back together. Eventually, he says he's going to eventually. <laughs> would you? It would it be weird if you're, I don't know if the lead singer is considered the boss, but he says, quote, it does. Remember, everybody else wants to put an album out. He couldn't he can give a it's crap. It's really two guys in that in that band. That but you know what charge. I'm saying? He's the guy who's mm-hmm. like keeping everything from moving forward. He goes, quote, it does give me hope that one day we might be able to get it together and do something again. When everybody else like, come on, man. He does a lot of things, that guy. He, yeah. uh, he's uh he travels around with, with the, like, does orchestra shows, like, conducting. And I, I listened to a podcast with him recently with yeah. Rick Rubin, yeah. from, uh, mm-hmm. the producer. I remember when he, he does did a lot something. Of things. Remember, remember when he did Point Fest? Just as his own solo That's what thing. I'm saying. Him? I thought that was spectacular. I thought it was I a like really neat, like, stage production sort of thing, whether you like the music or him or whatever. I thought I it was just, pretty I cool. I just say, do what you want to do, man. Don't, don't get pressured by anybody. Uh, if you love the 90s, Access TV is launching a weekly limited concert series dedicated to the 90s. Uh, Long Live the 90s is what it's called. It's going to have seven different acts to find the decade. May 9th, Pearl Jam 2016 Let's Play 2 concert in Wrigley. I know we mentioned this briefly, but that's coming up in just a handful of days. Yeah, so. Pearl Jam's concert Wrigley. I know they released that as a, as a, an album. Yeah. Which I, just the recording of it's good. That's what everybody says. It was fantastic. fantastic. And uh, uh, finally, I know everybody in here is a huge fan of the band BTS, the Korean boy band, I oh, believe of course. it is. You huge. Guys are huge. BTS huge for fans. life. Yeah, there's like eight or nine people in the band. And they're all, you know, very thin and very beautiful, just like the boy bands from over here. Well, over there in China, they have a plus-size boy band, and they're not even plus-size. Uh, the name of the band is Produce Pandas. And the members are Ding, Cass, Husky, Otter, and Mr. 17. And they weigh in an average of 220 pounds. And they sound like this. I'm already in. I already love it. I do too. I already love it. Okay. So they're overweight? They're not overweight. They're just not concerned about being 150 pounds and svelte and looking, you know, well. What is it? Heavyweight trash pandas? No, just just trash pandas. They look like us, you guys. What is the name of the thing? Produce pandas. Produce pandas. He says, quote, we don't mind eating like a horse. I feel sorry for the, quote, little fresh meat bands whose members must follow a diet to stay slim. They're not. That's what I'm saying. Let me see they the look photo. like Let's everyday normal greatest dudes. Photo. I mean, Take it with a potato, but yeah, they're like average-looking dudes. Yeah, yeah. but they. Can I guess dance. that is such a uh, departure from what you know, those Korean, you know, K-pop oh, bands all look like. Yeah, they look like normal dudes. They look like dads. Yep. They all look like yeah. dads. 
Ask him. You yeah. guys remember the Fat Boys? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fat Boys uh, uh-huh. were big, you know, quite a big... Uh, Fat Boys. They, remember they started the one movie... One of them just died, right? out. Yeah, they did Wipeout, right? Didn't they cover Wipeout? Yes. Didn't yes. one of them just die? Yes. Yes, you're, you are yeah. correct. Yeah, and they were in that movie Disorderlies. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. All right, celebrity celebrating, uh, celebrating a birthday today. Uh, rapper Designer is 24. He sang the Panda song. And mm-hmm. remember that other song you did? Yeah, this one where he went like this. Panda. Was it, about, was it Polar? Polar. Polar, polar, polar. Dude, you, uh, if you've heard any song that Panda's been on, I, I'm not kidding you. Grizzly, grizzly, He, go, grizzly, he goes grizzly. like this. He goes, he goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Panda, panda. That's all he does That's in every it? song. He just says like, bears? Uh, from Dancing with the Stars, Cheryl Burke is 37. Uh, country guy Eric Church is 44. Christina Hendricks from Mad Men is 46. Damon Dash. Tell me who Damon Dash is. That's Rockefeller guy, right? Yeah. Sorry, Jeff. That's okay. Damon Dash turns 50 today. He he co-founded Rockefeller Records with Jay-Z. They had a major falling out, so Damon Dash uh, sold his stake in the label for $10 million and his stake in Rockaware for $22 million. Damn. One of my faves, Christopher Cross, is a 70 today, themed to Arthur. Oh, sailing, Chris Cross. Ride Like the Wind. Uh, Greg Gumbel is 75. Ron Popeil still kicking it. Ron Popeil is 86 today. One of the greatest... Modern American inventors. And he's the infomercial genius who brought us the pocket fisherman, hair in a can, the smokeless ashtray, the chopomatic, the vegematic, and the inside the uh, shell egg scrambler. Rob Popeil is uh, is 86. And uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Frankie Valli is 87 today. Today's porno birthday, which being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is... Leah Livingston and today's birthday girl has been in 64 fine films, including Addicted to Boobs, Volume 6. <laughs> she was in Boobzilla, Volume 2. Can you handle these huge boobs? She was in Field of Schemes. I banged my daughter's daughter. I'm sorry. I banged my boss's daughter. Oh, boy. She was in Mother Daughter Exchange Club, Wife Switch, Volume 5, and who could forget her role in Boobs Burgers, Volume 3. Leah Livingston is 39 years old. That's your porno birthday. That's your crappy birthday. And that is your crap on celebrities. Uh, Craig Gash should be here uh, pretty soon. He hasn't he hasn't texted you yet, Moon? Uh, no, sir. He says, I'll be there at 7.15. Okay. And he's at uh, Helium Comedy Club uh, this weekend, this coming weekend. We, look, know, out, he, we look outside. I'm sorry. Like he's, he's, at, I'm standing sorry. he's at Funny Bone. So he he may be here, honestly, but uh, you know he probably has a key. Knowing him, yeah. <laughs> no, hold on one he's second. Let me figured see. out he's figured out how to have a key. He's not here yet. He's, he's at a funny bone. We love Craig Gas. He's a good friend of the show. I've known him for such a long time. I think last time we saw him was uh, Rich Show Live. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he, probably he did he's, he's probably in the off, in our office, our locked office, uh, polishing off the coffee. He's he's gonna he's gonna walk in here with like a spread of omelets. He's gonna go. I just cooked myself some breakfast. In the <laughs> like so, his first show is on a stove. His first show is on Thursday, and he's here already. <laughs> he that's likes a, to camp out in the city before that, he. Yeah, that's how much he likes us, St. Louis. Well, how about this? Normally, Craig comes to town, and he's playing like you know Joe's Crab Shack. He's actually got a legit a legit place this time. So. Funny Bone Comedy Club, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> We're so proud of him. Hey, Craig, what are you doing this weekend? Huh? Well, I got a couple shows. I'm at Timmy's uh, West Coast Bar and Grill in Melville. And I've, uh, you're like, what? Yeah, they got a patio. There's eight tables. Well, he'll go, I'm not, I haven't got anything set up yet. I'll figure it out. Yeah. 
No, nah, man, I just came in here because the uh, <laughs> the Cardinals are playing the Brewers. It's a great series. <laughs> uh, I think about doing some comedy somewhere. Super excited. I'm at a place that has indoor plumbing. It's going to be great. There was one time he came to town. This was a, this was a long time ago. He's like, uh, he's like, hey, I'm doing a show with uh, Vinny Chase from Entourage. Vinny Chase from Entourage is going to open up for me. And I'm playing at, uh, you know, uh, Mary's Garage <laughs> in Lafayette Square. You go, what? <laughs> he's even got a Sunday show. Oh, he's got a Sunday show Thursday, too. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and wow. so only only one Sunday show, only one Thursday show. Well, he'll be uh, he'll be here in a little while. I got to address this because uh, this was in uh, STLToday.com and pretty much all over the place. So we have a uh, one, two, three, four, five radio stations up and down the hallway here. Mm-hmm. So the order of radio stations is. Oh, he's here. He just texted you. He's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his ears were burning. Yeah, go get him. <laughs> So the order of radio stations is, so it's the point, you know, we're the first radio station when you walk down the hallway, and then uh, 92.3, WIL is next door, and then you have the Arch, and then Casey and ESPN. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mason and Remy were the morning show on the on the country station, and uh, uh, Mason, the, the Mason part of the Mason and Remy show was let go uh, Friday. Dude just got a radio station tattoo. I just got WIL 92.3 FM tattooed on his shoulder and then got fired the next week. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yikes. That's rough. Here's what they say in stltoday.com. Uh, the first line is, man, that had to hurt. Mm. Less than a week after getting the station's logo tattooed on his arm, WIL country music jock Mason Schrader has been jettisoned from the station. Uh, Schrader, half of the morning drive, Mason Remy show with Zachary Hosley announced his departure Friday morning on Twitter. The tattoo isn't even a week old, still healing. Yikes. Oof. Man. <sighs> Literally makes the healing <sighs> uh, And it's a big tattoo yeah. as well. Uh, sure. I, listen, I don't know the I don't know what goes on there. Uh. <laughs> That's why you could keep like I, I said that probably twenty five times this weekend. Like somebody would either tweet it or I'd see it on whatever news source. I just go, ah. uh, it's, it's it that he got a woman's name tattooed on him, and and then she dumped, and him. then she dumped him. Mm-mm-mm. That's what happened. Ah, and I, I completely, man, I knew he got the tattoo because I saw it on social media. And I said to myself, I may, I may have even said it to you guys, man, what a, man, you are tempting fate here. Yeah. Man. You got a tattoo and then, oof, uh, you get the radio station. We've been in this game long enough. I mean, we all have tattoos because of this radio program. Yeah, it's nipples. not the station. <laughs> yeah, they're nipples. I just got nipples and I show members, you know, initials. Unless, un- stupid. <laughs> Unless, you know, I get this, this this nipple tattoo and my nipples fall off. Mm, that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> but yeah, we wish them the best and we wish the yeah. new uh, the new morning show next door all the luck. Uh, it's uh, Remy staying on with our uh, our old intern uh, Casey. Yeah, look at her go. She was six, I believe so. I think so, yeah. The old intern six. I think I think you are correct in stating that. Ooh, man. Why do we always have to say jettisoned, by the way? Nobody says jettisoned. Come on. 
Well, you have to sound fancy. I guess. I don't know. Oh, oh, great great here. Look who it is. Flattering is review of my life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was like, I was just listening. Wing shack. <laughs> listening to the car to you guys talking yeah, about my show. Oh, you can eat wings, hey. though. <laughs> Come on, you know. Hey. <laughs> You, you know, you know when you come to town, it's usually where you're playing, Craig. Well, oh, that's because he, he books it last minute. He's like, oh, there's a football game in St. Louis. That's huh? what I do. I book all my shows around fun and just uh, and going to shows and um, and uh, and the show is almost secondary. It's like I I've been traveling around the world around sporting events and concerts and just having fun. And uh, there were moments in a, a few years ago where I would talk to other comedians or especially agents who would say, where are you? What are you like, what have you been up to? And I'm like, I'm touring. It's like, really? Where? And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm everywhere. I'm, and then I realized, oh, man, I got to get back into clubs mm-hmm. because yeah. it seems like there's this feeling, even though I'm not only paying my bills, I'm paying my mom's bills, that... I'm not even doing like a normal thing. And, you know, it was all do it yourself. And boy, you'd book everything yourself. So I'd like, you know, you, you would call me up and go, hey, I'm coming to town. And I'm, where, where, you know, where are you playing? He's In like, two God. hours. He's at like, Betty's living room, <laughs> literally coming across the bridge. <laughs> it's 100% true. Yeah. I mean, really, like when the playoffs start for any sport, Oh, I know you're in that town. I go, all right. So, uh, all right. So, the number one seed, the number two seed. So, I'll, I'll go there at the end of the series. I'll get, yeah. And it's, it's, it's really. Next thing you know, you're, you know, you're on the field at the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you imagine doing his taxes in a couple of days. Here's a W 2 from Joe's Chicken Shack. <laughs> got paid in shrimp way, on this one. I have to say that uh, I genuinely have felt love from everyone in this room. Genuinely. And felt in my mind, wow, these guys really love me. That, that's what I've been feeling. Can right? You, can you hold the thought? Because I know the story you're going to tell. We, we're going to. I don't think break. you know. <laughs> I think I maybe I don't. You On know. the way here, the first mention of my name, uh, I'm, I'm going to repeat it and have you do the line, and then I'm going to be the only person in the room who responds, who's Burton. Okay. All right. So uh, I need you to say, uh, hey, by the way. Fun day today. We got Craig Gass coming in. And remember, in my mind, I'm like, man, these guys love me. <laughs> right? So go ahead. Oh, Fun boy. day today. Hey, we got, well, what a great day today. Craig Gass is coming in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Only person who responded. Burton. At least I responded. No, I, 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 hey, I didn't want to cut my man off. I thought you were talking about when your, when your father passed away. And that's, uh, well, we got we to get into that. Yeah, there's that. a whole mess in We got to get into that after, <laughs> yeah. after the break. The Rizzuto Show. Right, Craig I Gass my thumbs up, though. I went, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Craig Gass is here. We'll, we'll chat with Funny Bone, a real comedy club? I know. Crazy. Funny Bone, six shows? And shrimp there. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your colostomy oh. bag and whip it around. <laughs> I also got to tell you guys, I, man. Nobody remind me. I got to do the, the song of the day for the... Uh, do, you got to do the song hey, of the day. Forget, you got to do oh, the song wait, of okay. the day. Let me... Let me uh, and make sure you do the that. song of the day here. Is it here we're supposed to do that? Yeah, yeah. That's right. 730. Ooh, 730. Good, yeah, good late. call, man. Yeah, 730. <laughs> so uh the entire month right of May there. we're doing this, what we're calling the uh the Get Alive promotion. Huge grand prize at the end of the uh, at the end of the uh, month. We're giving away fifteen thousand dollars worth of stuff. Hmm. Five thousand dollars cash, seventy-five inch Samsung TV, PS5 gaming console, deluxe recli- uh, recliner from Marshall Home, whole bunch of stuff. Shopping sprees. Go to 1057thepoint.com for all the details. Big thanks to uh, Bud Light Seltzer, Matches Direct, to Marshall Home 
for uh, sponsoring our Get a Life giveaway. So every day, 7.30, I'm going to tell you a song to listen for. Either we'll play it, Lux will play it, Donnie will play it. You hear the song, we call it 105, get qualified for the big final Get a Life giveaway. So the song you're listening for today is Breaking Benjamin's A Diary of Jane. When you hear that, at any point today, Breaking Benjamin's The Diary of Jane. Hear that song, be caller 105, get yourself qualified for the Get a Life grand prize. Hopefully you recognize it. We played it a couple times. Couple t- <laughs> a couple, two, three times. That's right. You got to say that slow. It destroys me every time. What? The Diary of Jane. There we go. Not the Diarrhea Jane. Diarrhea Jane is all I hear every the time. Diarrhea Jane. Like that must have been a horrible chain. relationship. I heard if diarrhea it ended, chain. <laughs> that must have been a horrible relationship if it ended up with that kind of nickname. And by the way, if you are caller 105, not only do you qualify for that uh, for the big uh, you know get a life grand prize, you also get a hundred bucks cash and a weirdo smart pillow courtesy of Mattress Direct. So there you go. All right. Diarrhea chain. Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> You're listening for that. Hey, Jeff Burton here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, which includes not only the Dobbs family, but also the 400-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who work at the locally and family-owned company, which, if you didn't know, has been in business since 1976. The team of pros over at Dobbs stands ready to service your car, van, light truck, SUV, CUV with the tires you want at a price that's going to fit into your family budget, and they're ready also when you are to perform expert auto service too done right the first time routine stuff preventative maintenance complex diagnostic stuff and engine repairs too dobbs deals are at go to dobbs.com you're going to find super savings this month to help you get your family's vehicle back out on the road you know memorial day weekend coming up be sure to choose dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top running condition and remember at dobbs with their 42 convenient store locations you'll be in up fixed and out the same day check out go to dobbs.com and save today. Hey guys, Jeff Burton for the St. Louis Sinus Center. And when you think about spring, are you thinking of getting outside or cutting the grass or playing soccer with your kids in the yard? Or are you thinking congestion? Are you thinking of nasal sprays that you got to carry with you and pills you got to take and a runny nose? You look like crap. If this is you, the biggest thing I want you to know is this isn't the way it has to be. There is a solution. You don't have to be miserable. St. Louis Sinus Center offers proven solutions for even seasonal allergies. I always talk about the the chronic stuff, but if you just have seasonal allergies, allergy drops that they have there, for instance, super easy and convenient to take. And then it builds up your immunity. So eventually you don't have the allergy symptoms and then you don't need the medicine. Great, genius. They are genius at the St. Louis Sinus Center. Dr. Gould and his team there can set you up with these allergy drops, that is, and uh, take care of it for you for the rest of your life. Call the St. Louis Sinus Center today, 314-473-5433, or check them out at stlsinuscenter.com. Hey, yo, what's up? This is Marlon Wayans, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz, you old fool. <laughs> Our, uh, our buddy Craig Gass is here. Craig will be at the Funny Bone Comedy Club Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. My headphones are uh, super good, aren't they? Yeah, they're... Are they not working? I'm not hearing you. And I'm hearing the music bed. That's the crazy part. Supposed to oh, you got to change the thing, Moon. Uh, yeah. I'll say guest thing. HP or something. Here, I'll... How about now? 
Can you hear me now, Craig? I uh, can't, still can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Oh, I just heard you for a second Craig. there. When, what are you doing? When when Burton started to move it around, I heard it. Oh, he like, and he unplugged right, it and yelled at it. Okay. Oh, right. It's worked out. If I do it right wow. now. No? Would it help you know what? Yeah, you don't need headphones. It's the headphones. It's the headphones. Oddly. Uh, okay. I got it right in the middle. All right, take the headphones off. You got it? You got it? Watch it. I'm hanging in there. Would it help if Riz gave me 100 bucks? The story about that radio dude blows my mind, man. I know we've had conversations about radio in the past and how cruel radio is. Well, yeah, if you missed it before the break, the guy next door at the country station got a big radio station logo tattoo and then fired the next week. Just brutal. I mean, this is why you don't get a girl's name tattooed on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I saw he did that, I oof, I went, oofa, mm-hmm. you are tempting fate. That's the curse. Yeah. That's also, curse. you know, there's another thing, you know, as far as radio personalities go, you never buy a house. I I had rented, so I'm, I'm in St. Louis, it'll be, it'll be 18 years this month. And I'd rented like four or five homes. Because mm-hmm. I was always afraid to buy. It's like the kiss of death. You buy a house, you get fired. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the old uh, that's the old radio adage. Tattoo or, or house, one of the two. Ooh, man. And the way they do it. Oh. And it's so cruel, like how like the, the like often the radio guy is the last guy to know. Because there's there's a thing about in radio where you don't want a guy to know while he still has a microphone that he's getting fired. Yeah. So he's the last person to know. And usually it's a it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's something that people keep like only management knows that that's. Do you know how many times I've been traveling around the country, and a PD will pull me aside and go, "Hey, what do, what do you think about uh, radio? You ever want to do it?" And I'll go, "I mean, I always say the same thing. It's like, well, it really depends on what the offer is, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, if if it was the right offer, and they'd go, yeah, because the uh, the guy you're sitting next to." Uh, we're firing him in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and I come back in every because I'll come in early and I'll spend all week on a radio show. And the guy that they're firing is like, man, I love having you in, man. You're great. No, and I'm like, no. oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see you next time you come see back. See you next yeah. time. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, is and that's reason, not happening. Is there a reason you're not making eye contact with Jeff during this hey, story? Hey, hey. <laughs> Sexual tension. Hey, yeah. man, it's good to see you again. I'm glad to be here all week. Is that chair comfortable? Oh, man. <laughs> The, the, the cruelest stories of people getting fired have come out of radio. Well, because we, I mean, as far as the on-air people go, we're pretty insulated to, to what's going on with upper management. You know, we kind of do our thing. Yeah. We go to our office, we do our show prep, and we leave. Right. That's it. Yeah, we're not with the chatter in the hallway. Uh-uh. And maybe, you know, we come off as uh, standoffish because we're not hanging out by the water cooler. Hey, Susie. Susie's here. Not, Susie actually asked What are you here? Susie uh-huh. wants to know how it's going with you, by the way. So Ufa. Susie. Yeah, the, Ufa. Whole, the whole time I'm over here going, I don't know who Susie is. Yeah. She's over by the water cooler right. all the time. Would you say that that guy next door is the cruelest that you've ever heard? The tattoo and then he's getting fired. Is that, is that the cruelest? It's up there. It's pretty close, yeah. I, I know. I, I am certain we've had this discussion. But there are people that um, there, there was the, I told you a story once about a guy in, was it Buffalo? Buffalo, New York, there was a heritage rock station up there, signs all over the radio station, mandatory meeting this Friday at 6 p.m. at the Mexican restaurant down the street. Do you remember me telling you this? No. Mandatory meeting, all sales, all on-air people, 
at the Mexican restaurant on Friday at 6 p.m. So at Friday at 5 p.m., all the office people clock out. They go to the Mexican restaurant. The Mexican restaurant. And the, the owners of the station say, uh, so you guys uh, probably heard some rumors, and it's true. Uh, starting on Monday, we're going Spanish. And oh, they go, you took us to a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Everyone's oh. laughing. They think it's a joke. And it finally is on the house. Yeah. So, uh, and, I mean, people are like pointing at the wait staff and going, is that our new morning show? You know, and, uh, and then finally someone goes, well, hang on a second. So we're all fired for real? And they go, yeah. And he goes, okay, well, I, I actually need to go back to the building because I got personal stuff at my desk from my house that I have to get. And they said, oh, well, we uh, took care of that. And people started walking it with boxes. Oh, oh my, my God. Good. At 5 oh, p.m. when everybody goodness. clocked out, wow. they went to everybody's desk, threw everything into a box. Oh, my God. So they wanted your, everybody out of the uh, They wanted everybody out of the building. And they put all the names oh. on the boxes. Here's your box. Man. Here's your oh. box. But the, the most messed up of all. Was the mariachi band coming out for Brenda's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The, the most... You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> All right, guys, bring in the boxes. <laughs> the most painful of all is this: is the radio show. Um, I don't even want to say the market because I, I, it would be so specific. Um, there was a buddy of mine who worked at a Clear Channel building, and he had uh, seven people on the show. There were seven personalities on this morning show, uh -huh. and his contract is coming up. And he's asking, like, hey, what are we going to do? Are we, what, what Do you guys want to discuss? And he just kept hearing, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. And then um, he has his agent get an offer from across town from another competing yeah. company. And he goes back to Clear Channel and says, uh, hey, so I got this offer. And it's a pay raise for all seven people. And they said, uh, we're going to crunch some numbers and we'll get back to you. And on his last show before Christmas... Which, by the way, when you tell radio people, last show before Christmas, they always know where it's going. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, the PD said, hey, come up to the office. And so the host comes up to the office and they said, so we crunched some numbers and we decided we are not going to match your offer. And he said, okay. So we're done. And they said, but... We did match the offer for the other six people oh, on the show. Oh, and all goodness. six of his co-hosts continued on with the show. And negotiated behind his back. Oh. But there's more to that story. That uh, he had, uh, this really kind of points right at him, but he had become a born-again Christian, uh -huh. which was the compelling part of the show. He, um, even though he would do testimonies on Friday... At the end of his show, on a rock station, he was the number one show in town. Uh -huh. And he did it in a really, he actually, I, I sat in on the show and heard, it was really what? cool. The so, way he, so you testify? He would he would do a testimonial every Friday, and it was really compelling. I don't know what that is. What's a, what's a testimonial? Uh, he, he like? would, uh, it's kind of just telling your personal story as to, you know, what uh, what Jesus or, or, or whatever your experience was means to you. So you he know? does that Friday? Um, <laughs> so probably around the time we do the real or fake results. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> right, same yeah. thing. I'm laughing because you go, what does that mean to testify? And everyone in the room looked at Moon. They're like, yeah, what does that mean? Moon, yeah. tell us about Jesus. Tell us about it, Moon. Yeah. Go. Well, yeah, that's when, you, said, hey. that's when you explain your personal testimony and your connection to the change in your life. Uh -huh. And it was really compelling. Probably well, compelling and, and well thought out and yeah. from the heart. Yeah, get out. In, in a way that, uh, 
didn't feel like you're pushing it on me. It was just, it was really compelling. Um, but he also started getting really involved in all of his co-host lives and trying to, hey, maybe you should do yeah. this and you should, you know. Well, so I so. see uh, you send a couple times this weekend. In a, in a, <laughs> was it like that though? Was it in, a, in an uncomfortable way or was it a respectful, well, like loving way? Like there was one girl, and this is, again, this is getting into so much detail that I'm really pointing to who this person is, but there was one girl on the show who said, I think I might have a drinking problem. And he said, I'm, I'm going to help you. I'm going to, and, and he actually did his, a solid for her. Got the station to pay for her to go to a rehab for a few weeks. Wonderful. Wow, That's man. fantastic. And she realizes in the rehab, you know what? I'm not an alcoholic based on what's going on here. And when she gets out and tells her host, I'm not an alcoholic, he goes, oh, yeah, you are. And here's what you're going to do. Oh, wow. You see, <laughs> now what you say? Is it in a loving way? Is it in a whatever? Right, yeah. Is, is it because you care? Yeah. You know what, though? I don't need your advice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, Remember, hey, thanks. Yeah. And, and that's totally life. fine. That's not going to change that I care about you. you I remember telling this. Hey, thanks for caring. Keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> don't call me Karen. I remember Bill Burr and I were in that market, and uh, and he was like, dude, what happened to that guy with the. And I go, oh, well, you know, he got fired. And he goes, dude, they fired that guy. And I go, well, there's another side of the story. He became born in Christian, and then he did A, B, and C. And he goes, oh, you know what? My feelings are starting to change about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And did you hear about the contracts for the other six? It was 30 pieces of silver for each of them. Oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yes, nice. Bible joke. Before we, before we move on, good for you, Moon. Thanks, yeah, man. I'm really, I'm really connecting to a bunch of youth group 40-year-olds. All right, so I got, a bunch of, I got a bunch of different scenarios for you. Uh, but it all starts with, I'll give you a million dollars, but. Yes, I will. I'll, I don't think you do a lot of this stuff. All right, I'm ready. All right, bring it. How I much is a money. million dollars? I'm going to go around the horn here. <laughs> I, bring, I, I love money so much. Let's go. For the, for the most part, all of us would hear the button go, that's cool. Really? Okay, okay. We'll, we'll see. Actually, you know mind, what? It's I, only a million dollars, though. It's not super, super duper life changer like it used to be. All right, so I Tony, take it. Yes. I'll give you a million dollars, but for the rest of your life, anytime you go to the bathroom, it's live streamed. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'll say hello. <laughs> Now, do the laws change brutal. for him? Because Where's the cameras? Where are the cameras? Are you see that's a yes man. from you. Are you see? Are you seeing business? Where Jeff, are the cameras? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a there's a camera pointed at your toilet. Answer doesn't matter. Yes, I'm in. It doesn't okay. matter. If, it could be from underneath the toilet and shooting straight up. Go for that it. That can be arranged for the rest of your life. <laughs> now, Jeff, you got Crohn's. So yes, I do. <laughs> that's more bank for your buck right. if you're a viewer. <laughs> well, what kind of bandwidth do you have? Uh... So for the rest of your life, anytime you, you go to the bathroom, it's live streamed. Yes, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Craig, that it, it's the same thing. It's the bathroom thing. Yeah, um, you are now picturing yourself on the toilet going, "Do I want other people there?" Well, I'm thinking about a time when I got offered a, a radio offer for a tremendous amount of money, and it was a um, what was it like an adult contemporary station? Was it in a toilet market? Because you can really <laughs> and it's, it's, just, it's very similar. It was embarrassing because the guy who ran the station said. I know that you're funny in your world, oh. but we're going to teach you how to be funny in this world. Yeah, good. And it was a decent six-figure. That was six figures. That wasn't even seven. So, yeah, I'll do the toilet cam. Let's okay. Toilet. Yeah, he's, in, he's in. Toilet cam. Yeah. Yeah. Moon? I sit down a piece, so the ratings will be. The ratings will tank very quickly. Tank. So, yeah. Sure. You'll do it. Okay. Yeah, nobody's going to be interested that. after a few days. All right. I'll give you a million dollars, but, Moon, you have horse teeth. <sighs> Horse teeth. Actual horse teeth. Hmm. Oh, man. You know, I'm going to say sure. 
Sure. Craig, horse teeth? You have to keep them? You have to keep the horse teeth. In your face? You can yeah. file them down, I guess. You file yeah, them down? No, you have to keep the horse teeth. As is. Just as is? As is. Mm. Million bucks horse teeth. Yes, but I'm investing that money somewhere. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm making some decisions to make it more than a million. Like I need to see that million grow. I mean, now now I'm now I'm a little bit on the fence, but yes, yeah. you're, push, you're pushing me. Horse teeth. Yes. Yes. I would. Tony. Pandemic. We're wearing masks. I'm in, baby. Yeah. yeah. But eventually, we're not going to wear masks. No, says says who? who? Keep a mask on. Says who? Like All right, Jeff. I'll give you a million dollars, but every time you fart, a parade shows up to help you celebrate said fart. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're Dude. welcome, everybody. Stand by. Yeah. Give me a hundred dollars, and yeah. I would do keep that. that parade on standby. <laughs> who doesn't want to smell parade? <laughs> I want confetti. I want yeah. Snoopy behind me every time. We're gonna I do tire it. the horn players out real fast. Yeah, every time you toot, it's the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Yeah, I'm throwing candy to kids. I'm like, I'm, I'm in tootin'. for that too. I'll, sure. I'll a million bucks. Oh, get yeah. the bit of honey. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Craig, this one's for you. I'll give you a million dollars, but. You have to be the ultimate Limp Bizkit fan for life. You have to rock the red hat, hoodies, and scream his lyrics, chainsaw, what? Every <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm already a Limp Bizkit fan, <laughs> and I hate Fred Durst. It makes no sense, but I am I genuinely dislike Fred Durst, but I love West Borland, so I'm in. So you have to, be the, you have to wear the red hat all the time. What if he just dresses like Wes? What like if I walked West. in here before you even asked me that question and I was wearing like a red Burton hat? And you're like, <laughs> you gotta wear it. And I'm like, I'm already doing this to overcompensate when I hurt Burton's feelings four years ago. Moon, would you it's like it? the longest for bit sure. ever. For sure. The Ultimate Love Biscuit fan. For sure. Jeff? You do it too? Yeah, of course I would. Yeah, I could pretend to like Limp Biscuit. Someone is already living it. I used to on the yeah. radio all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got one. Can I throw one out? Sure. $10 million. Wow. Okay. It's got to be worth more. But you're the my pillow guy. Oh, oh, you actually have to be him? He's he's a multi multi millionaire. You have yeah. to be him and yeah. you're multi multi. No, I say I say no. For the my pillow guy? Yeah. Do I have to be like everything that comes along with him? You're that guy. So you can't just be him and take his money and go away. Cuz that's yeah, you what have, I, I have you got to be you that gotta, guy. You got to smoke the crack. <laughs> Yeah, I say hey, you know what's amazing about that? No, on that. He sounds like a friend of ours, Crazy Cap. Yes, he does. I always think that too. Mike Lindell, my pillow. He's you want to know what his called. worth, what his net worth is? Go ahead. Three hundred million dollars. Oh Get out of here. Yeah, he, he's got a book called From Crackhead to CEO. <laughs> I'm a former crackhead. <laughs> I'm clean and sober now. Uh, please. <laughs> You must go see Craig Gass this weekend at the Funny Bone. I'll, oh, I'll let you urinate on me. I'm sorry. I'm a recovering crackhead. I'm a recovering crackhead. But please go see Craig Gass this weekend. There's a there's proof in the show that the election was a fraud. You have to be everything. You have to be, you have to be everything guy. for yep. ten million bucks. I think uh, ten million bucks is ten million bucks. But he's you know he he's that guy. He's a crazy he's that person. Guy. He's the conspiracy theory. Guy, ten million bucks. I don't know because that guy's life right now is pretty crappy. He's got a lot of money, but he's also got a lot of people that hate him. 
And he's got a Minnesota accent, which we don't like. Oh, wow, that, that nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I hate that. I... <laughs> <laughs> nothing what wrong with that. What if you two guys that? talk like that the whole time? <laughs> I would you, never want to be around you. I have a million dollars for you guys to talk like that. All right, here's another scenario. That has two syllables. Another scenario. Great. To you. Million dollars, but every time you, you Joe, your family gets a group text letting them know. <laughs> How much is the my pillow guy worth again? <laughs> every time you Joe, your family gets a group text. Well, <laughs> it's only a million dollars one time. I, I mean, really, what, what what's covering that spread is, so to speak, is. Is that first text? That the first text is going to be the most painful. That's right? Awkward. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once That's it's the over, though, no, probably yeah. the, no, probably the second or third because after you get the first first text, oh, he's joking around. Yeah, and, and then, then oh man, I think he's serious. Yeah, but think this through. Think this through. And this is the analogy. You show a lot. This is the analogy that I go to immediately. In like youth group, going back to there, in youth group or something, you know, one of the things that they try to do to deter you from doing anything is like, did your grandma pass? And I, yeah, like, every time you do that. Your grandma's watching. Right. And right. you know what I thought to myself? I thought, oh, that's awful. And then I thought, get out of here. Grandma did it too. She she gets it. Get yeah. out of here. Grandma, if anybody knows, you grandma. grandma. You think grandma would go, oh, look, he's... No. Grandma's oh, going to go... turn away. Grandma's going to go, what a healthy young man. She wouldn't grab an iced tea and go, let's watch. She would turn away. Get out of here. Of would you course. do it? A million bucks. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, so sorry to admit I've do I've done something uh, that everyone has done. If this really you think, you is, think that bothers me at all? You think me a group text going to my dad that I'm doing that's going to bother me? <laughs> this, at least he won't call me a princess for taking a nap at noon. With the responses that we're getting, I think what we're leading to is the uh, soon to be most popular bit on the show, which is what would Patrico do for 50 bucks? <laughs> There's not much. We used to do that on the old show. There's not a whole lot I would. <laughs> I back. ate a candy bar out of a toilet. I mean... Alright, a million really? bucks. Uh, oh, yeah. A million bucks for the but for the rest of your life, your hair is always dripping wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so obnoxious. Nothing wrong with that. That's completely normal. Just don't lay your head on my pillow. Mike Lindell from my pillow. My hair is always sweating. That's okay. It's totally normal. When you put it in, you got to put it. In the, isn't it his whole claim to things? You can throw it right in the washing machine, and you're good to go. Join me and Patrico this week, and I'll fluff your pillows, please. I'll do. I'll do it all. Come to the funny bone with me and Patrico. By the way, Craig, just bring fifty dollars. Uh, that was actually tough. At, at some point, uh, Riz paid me a hundred bucks to have somebody eat a donut, chew it up, and spit it into my mouth, mm. and I had to eat it. Was it's it a guy or a girl? girl? It was. It was a lady. Okay. Makes it easier. <laughs> I love how. Was it a guy or a girl? It was a girl. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. easy reference. A stranger's a stranger, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, really? but I mean, it's it's. I don't know. For so some that reason. you'd question the hair wet one way before some of the other ones. Of course. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I would do it. I would just have. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess I would have like. There are people that like, walk around that that you look at them and go, "Why is yeah. your hair always wet?" Always yeah. look like they just there got are, out of the shower. There are people that we know whose palms are always sweaty. And I feel like they know it too, so they become self-conscious, and it's just a constant loop. They can't ever get out mm -hmm. of the sweaty yeah. palms. They just know, oh my god, and and they it, it's um, you know self-prophesizing, like you know like before you get there, like oh man, I just gotta not be sweaty when I get there, like yeah. Uh, one final one before we hit the break: a uh, million dollars, but somebody's family pet, somebody you may or may not know, is instantly put down. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's somebody you may or may not know. You don't know. Just a, just a, a dog dies somewhere. You get a million dollars. This list is written by some cruel dick who's got like 80 <laughs> bucks to his name. That's <laughs> true. Uh. Good point. <laughs> what? What happened? Would you do it, Tony? A million T- Tony bucks? Tony just got broken. I think so you'd do Tony- it. Tony? Yeah, I would do it. I think you'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing because he's thinking of somebody's pet that yeah. he's going to put His down. new puppy. You just killed a puppy. Oh, I didn't kill that puppy. But you did. Maybe. <laughs> Your decision making. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. You killed maybe a puppy. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Pump. I will, you killed a puppy. It says, maybe. Maybe. It says somebody's pet. It could be an maybe, old dog. Maybe also uh, Timmy's. Maybe it's Timmy's dog uh, down the street who's 17, blind, has a brain tumor, and can't even walk. It could what be somebody's dog. Tarantula? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It could be a goldfish. Could be a nope rope. <sighs> Don't know. Oh, yeah. As we call snakes, nope rope. still killing so. an animal. Okay. I'm not killing nothing. But I'm receiving a million dollars. That's this thing. Somewhere out there. No, no, no. The, 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 the oh, murder is on nah, nah. your soul. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm collecting a million dollars. Somewhere out there, along with the million of other animals that are going to be put down today, there's a dog going down. Man, that is the theme of every vile person out there that makes money killing people. Is, uh, no, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. So you wouldn't do it? For a million dollars? No. Come on, man. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. Million I don't, bucks, it wouldn't man. come Could, that easy. I'll tell no, you that. You, you're <laughs> assuming it's a dog. Well, no, I said even if. Somebody's gerbil. Even if there's a chance it's a goldfish. I love how something. committed Patrico is to Oh, he is. So yeah, he's locked in. Committed to murder. Who is the. Committed to murder? I'm committed to, to him not making That's sense. That's the hypothetical. Making sense? It's a simple hypothetical. Oh, you, you, you don't have you the same thought of everybody that kills people. Now you got me killing people. No, no, I'm not. It's gonna be at least five people. million for me to kill somebody. Are you got listening? Are you got listening? I'm not. <laughs> Tomorrow's headline is gonna be: same radio station has five dead dogs. <laughs> and guess what? I'm gonna pull up to work in my G wagon because I got five million dollars. <laughs> All right, Craig Gass is here. Hey, look at that. Craig Gass is going to be at the Funny Bone this week. Please go, Mike Lindell here from my pillow. <laughs> Please go see Craig Gass this weekend. I'm begging you. I'll let you do a photo shoot of my poop shoot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a recovering crackhead. Go to the Funny Bone this weekend or go to getgas.com. Get gas with two S's.com. I love crack cocaine. <laughs> I'll do whatever and you want. Giza sheets. Yeah, please. <laughs> Polyurethane. That's what I cut my crack with. It's also in the pillows. Please. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Uh. I'm out in traffic. <laughs> please. Please, everybody listen to my friend. I'm out in traffic. Go ahead. Tony, tell them the traffic report. I'm out in traffic. Everybody slow down and listen. My Everybody slow down and listen. That's not going to cost Slow down traffic. and listen. All right, it's, uh, we'll do sex time fun facts after the break. Great. Thank uh, you. Mike Lindell's here. Craig Gass is here. Yes. <laughs> Paul Stanley just walked in, too. This is the greatest rock show of all time. All right, people. I love Kiss and I love Crack. Love smoking crack and listening to Beth. Here's your weather and traffic. I'm sweaty. What's the traffic? Coming at you. Rizzuto. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong guy. Oh, my God. Not that. <laughs> Hello, this is Emil Phillips, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. So don't touch that dial. 
because it reminds me of my grandmother's left nipple. Happy birthday, Riz. He was an interesting guest. Yep. He was great. Emo Phillips. Yeah, he was he was cool. I remember he uh Remember he wanted me to play a CD off the track off his, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, track off his new CD. Yeah. yeah. And we had like, to look cool, around man. for a CD player. Yeah, well, thank God we got one here that's never been used. Uh, <laughs> He came and in and he gave me the CD and said, you know, play track, uh, you know, track whatever. I'm like, cool, man, Emo Phillips CD, and then he wanted it back. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, he took had, it, he back. it back. <laughs> like uh, a friend of mine was the biggest Sebastian Bach fan on the planet. From Skid Row, yeah. From Skid Row. And I said, I go, hey, man, uh, uh, this guy's uh, your biggest fan. He goes, all right on. Hey, man, do you have my new CD, my new solo CD? And I go, no. And he goes, here, man. He goes, hold on. And I was like, oh, man, this is nice. He invited us on the bus, and he gives me a copy. And I go, oh, well, you know, he's your biggest. Do you have another one for him? And he goes, um, you guys share it. <laughs> now, the best story that it, that, that, that that kind of style was Jeff's uh, story with uh, the lead singer 311. Oh, uh, what you talking about? I have no idea what you mean. So, I guess you and him were talking about medical marijuana stuff, and Nick yes. Hexum from 311, I guess, oh, has, I a, okay. has a, uh, I guess, sells uh, paraphernalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was interviewing him for like Wayback Boy Fest or something, <laughs> and the uh, subject of uh, medical marijuana came up, and we talked about that Crohn's disease and now other stuff. And, and uh, afterwards, he was like, Hey man, were you really serious? Because they've uh, the band has always been very big about uh, marijuana and the, the benefits. I said, yeah, I'm totally. I have Crohn's disease and it really helps it with. He goes, oh yeah, you know we sell, um, you know uh, uh, pens, vape pens with this with THC. And this is a couple of years ago. And uh, I said, oh wow, cool. And he goes, hey, you want one? Oh like, my oh, god! You got to be kidding me! And oh he said, "Yeah." And he Nick Hexum, awesome, three eleven. He's gonna uh, give it to. And I've been a fan since oh day, one. day one. Day <laughs> one. And the wife and oldest daughter were there, and I had to go find them because I was backstage. I had to go find them and say, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to go to Nick's bus with him. I'll be right back. We go over to his bus, and he goes in, he comes out, and he goes, there you go. I go, oh, man, thanks. He goes, I mean, all together, it's like 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. No, that's not even the best part. The best part is when you're like, uh, okay, and uh, then you had to go get cash. Yeah, I went, I'll be right back. <laughs> he had to go to his wife to get cash. Babe, I need 50 bucks. Good times. Amber is the color of the energy. I'm surprised they didn't say, you know, I take, uh, I would take Visa, I would take MasterCard. Or you could take the fact that I've played (laughs) your music for the last 30 years on the radio as payment. This one's on the house. Okay, listen a bit. But I love the man and I love the band. Awesome. Business is business. Just odd. Yes, it is. It's business. I met a a famous radio guy that does an overnight show called Coast to Coast. It's all like UFO stuff. He's from here. Yeah, this is a local guy. Art Bell? Yeah. The guy who took over for Art Bell. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, I don't. I don't know South what his Western. Nah, he's a St. Louis yeah. guy too. Dwayne. I met him too. He's got right. a, George Norrie. George, George Norrie. Yeah, he's got a sweet mustache. <laughs> I I got there. He looks like he looks like Mike Lindell. <laughs> he does. <laughs> there's UFOs everywhere. There I'm is. telling oh you. Oh my goodness, there's a type. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I've I've been off the pipe for Dude, four hours and I'm look seeing, at his headshot. Oh my gosh, yeah. Please <laughs> come down to the funny bone. I'll be, I'll be selling pillows. Pillows. 
I don't know if you guys know this. You have a production office next door. All the microphones just got stolen. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. What, what would you say those those microphones go for if you had to guess? Just curious. Well, so you met George Norrie, right? I met so. George Norrie, and I said, oh, my God, I'm a radio guy. I'm a big fan. I, you know, And George Norrie goes, hey, hang on a second. And he handed me an autograph 8x10, and I went, oh. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. I just went. Not really what no, I was Who should I make it for? out to? <laughs> you should have signed it and handed it back. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm on the road, you know, I got this headshot, and I go, <laughs> like, I Thanks, am man. I going to put this in my luggage? You hang that up in the dressing room of the next place you play. Yeah, I mean. You should have folded it up and put it in your back pocket. Thanks, uh, Yeah. Uh, and 311, by the way, I, they do so, I mean, there's. There's some bands that I've seen that exchange happen, but 311 is not a band that should be needing 50 bucks. No, right. No. Yeah, you know, it was bookkeeping. Hey. <laughs> business is business, right? Yeah, I can't, yeah, can't fault the they guy. They were in St. Louis. They have bucks. a certain amount of inventory, one in, one out. It's yeah, just the funny, the funny part is you are, or, you know, cool, or, man, give me a, a vape pen. Yeah, or thanks, what if, what if the, invite the rest of the dudes the on the bus thing. are like, I bet you you won't sell it to him. Right. Yeah, Go yeah. make him pay 50, 50 bucks for it. Yeah. Make him pay 50 bucks for it. That would be hilarious. A dick move. And they're like this. They're like this on the bus window. <laughs> and all of a sudden they hear Jeff go, uh, let me run to the ATM real quick. And they go, he did it. He did it. <laughs> and by the way, I would have walked off the bus and just gone in the crowd and just said, screw him. That's what I would. Did you yeah. actually get the 50 bucks? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> he had to go to his wife. Yeah, I had to go. She was standing next to my oldest at the you time. You know what's funny? That Sebastian Bach story, as cheap as he was, he had just told me a story about going to Gene Simmons' house, and Gene, like that he, he goes, dude, I went to that guy's house. That guy has like a kiss museum in his house, which he ha he does have a room dedicated to every piece of merchandise that he's ever made. And he said, he had a bag with like 100 kiss cell phone covers. I go, dude, what the hell is that? And Gene goes, that's our new promotion for Kissmas. That's our new Kiss <laughs> cell phone covers. Can I have one of those? I wish I could, but if you go to kissonline.com, you can buy it. And he wouldn't give him one piece of plastic. Yeah. Merry Kissmas. Wow, yep. that's wild. Hey, yep. Greg, so, so the last time you were here with oh, man. us, uh, man, I think it was Rich Show Live. You were in town for Amazing event. Amazing event. So that was a year and a half, two years ago? Mm -hmm. Yep. Almost. And you were up in the studio and Natasha Legero was yep. up here. Yeah. And uh, we had a good time with uh, with both you guys, but uh, yeah, a lot has changed here. You know, Tony got cancer. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, you know I, that? I had kidney cancer. I had so half of my cancer. half of my left half of my left kidney removed, a fourth of my right kidney removed, and then after the second surgery, I almost died because a, a suture ruptured. I was in the hospital for nine days. We've got his kidney pieces in a bag with a bunch of phone covers. We're gonna yeah, we're yeah, here, I'll, show, I'll, show, I'll show you my belly. Yeah, it's gonna be for Rismus. We're gonna give those away. Whoa. Yeah. Wicked, right? Yeah. Gnarly. Jeff's going through prostate cancer right now. You want to see? Yeah. <laughs> let's see what you got. I got nothing. By the way, I joined you guys at the beginning of the pandemic. Sorry to interrupt. At the beginning of the pandemic, we did a, a, oh, yeah, the a happy hour thing. And in the middle of it, Burton stands up and goes, are we going to break? I'm getting 
getting a drink and he gets up and he's wearing like Daisy hot pants. Dukes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Thanks for remembering that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, anyone who saw that, that remember yeah. it's burned into their brain. Yeah. I appreciate you sending me though. So, so, so Jeff is going through his uh, you know, his, his cancer battle right now. Oh dude, and, and even crazier, Moon has just been on an F fest, man. Just, <laughs> yeah, man, Moon's having problems with um too many women. Dude. No, no, actually Moon got Connor, married. Moon got, got married, married and never, I got divorced. Never had that problem. Married, no divorced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got married, I got I divorced, never, I got cancer. I never had that problem. Yeah, never had that problem. <laughs> oh my god. How uh, do you ever just like how much time do you spend on how cool it must be to be moon not like, any time at all really yeah. to be almost I mean, zero minutes yeah. i mean he spends guy. a lot of time on it but i think when moon looks in the mirror his reflection just winks at him oh that's very nice of you i appreciate that well and i want to bring up something something that happened with with craig here um so it was a it was a random you know i think it was saturday night friday night and i'm looking on twitter and i see that you know you had posted that your your father passed away yeah and on uh, christmas yeah, Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't really. There's so much behind that story. Well, yeah, which we we, we so didn't I, know. That's I all I fellas, saw. I told the fellas here, man. And, I think and I texted all you guys and said, "Holy smokes!" The first people to text you were all, every member of this radio the program. First mm-hmm. five people was everyone here and King Scott. Yeah, and uh, by the way, that's I, how much we love you. Yes. I, and I texted everyone yesterday to say, "Can't wait to see you." Except for King Scott, he's spaced on text. Well, he he's, he's, he's not, not, he's not, not here, here, so he yeah. so heard you were coming. I got to text him, but uh, yeah, my my dad uh, died on Christmas. He was a big Jehovah's Witness, and they don't believe in celeb- They don't believe in Christmas, mm. so it was. So he like, died on December twenty fifth. Yeah, and, and I and I remember just like going, "Wow, that's that's Jesus." Yeah, getting the last laugh. But there's a backstory to it that I am still processing. Which is a few years ago, I surprised my mom for Thanksgiving. I showed up and said, hey, I wanted to surprise And she's like, what are you doing here? And I said, I wanted to surprise you. And she goes, oh, my God, get in. I want to tell you something. And I said, what's that? And she goes, sit down. I wanted to tell you that Joel is not your father. And I said, what? What? And she said, yeah, he's, you know, your sister keeps asking questions. And, and I finally told your sister. And, I, and she said, well, you need to tell Craig. So I'm telling you that Joel's not so your the father. man you thought was, was your father. Yeah. From what point out. to point? What point? Like your whole life? My whole life. Yeah. Oh my. Birth gosh. to what? To like uh, a few years ago. Oh my. Wow. And uh, and I said, so who's my dad? And she said, I'm not ready to have that conversation. And she just left it at that. And I went, You're not ready. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would yeah. think everything at once. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, yeah exactly. We're having we're the conversation. We're having the conversation. Let's, you can't leave it there. If you say it's Sam Kennison. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> but uh, I did some research, and it turns out my dad just died in a car accident 20 years ago. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I love cocaine. Uh, no, he. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, Jeff, by the way, the answer is no. Okay, good. <laughs> I had uh, I did a DNA ancestry DNA thing, and found out that my biological dad died. I think uh, what was it six seven years ago or something like that. So, but, the, the, so the man who passed on Christmas was not your real dad, but it's the guy who raised you. Correct. Wow. No, no. Wait. No, no, no. Nobody. There was no father figure in my life, and uh, I never 
had a desire to even connect with the guy that I thought was my dad. Although there were men in my life who I clearly looked up to as a father figure. George Carlin became a mentor to me, flew me to L.A. Like at the very beginning, like I've literally been doing comedy six months. Mm. And George uh, offered to help me with my career. And um, I didn't take him up on any of the offers to help my career, but I would call him and ask him about life and, you know, about whatever I had questions about, about life, about drugs, about God. Oh, so George Collin is your dad. <laughs> wow. But I, awesome. I would lean on He's him. He's also for... dead. Like, what, yeah. what a tragic. Yeah. Well, Why I, wouldn't you take career advice from George Carlin? Were you at the point where you thought you had it? You knew it all already? Oh, no. Or I took the career advice. I didn't take the career help. Oh, the help. Okay. Because I'd only been doing comedy for six months. And in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. And I didn't gotcha. until, I mean, arguably. So, I'm meaning, like, you know, uh, George Carlin <laughs> will get you a gig somewhere or. Well, you know, he would say. He'll he goes, put in a good word for you. He said, he goes, you know, yeah, if you want me to call a club and. You know, tell him, hey, you know, go ahead and book this guy. I'll do whatever you want. And I said, I'm not having George Carlin call the funny boat and go, hey, you got to have Craig in there, you know. And I just. George said I could. Yeah. 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 Uh, George should have called Ed. It would would lead to really, like, I don't know. He was just a wonderful human being. I mean, the. the, Oh, man. This is so not a funny story. This is not going to help me at all for selling tickets for the funny boat. To go to the funny boat this weekend. But. Uh, the best example of who George Collin was as a human being was after um, uh, his wife, Brenda, who he had been married to most of his life, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and died three weeks later on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember uh, calling him to say, are you okay with, you know, I had never heard a guy at his age talk about his wife as much as he did. And so he kind of brushed it off when I talked to him on the phone. So I called Dennis Blair, his opening act, and Dennis said, I think he's doing okay. He said, I I was at the house um, last night and uh, knocked on the door. His daughter answered, and I said, hey, we just want to say hi to George. George came out and said, listen, I'm really tired. I appreciate you guys coming, but I really need to get some sleep. And uh, we said, okay, well, if you need anything, call us. And he said, we watched George walk down the hallway And my wife and I both saw this. He opened the door to his bedroom. We could both see inside George's bedroom. And George had taken all of Brenda's stuffed animals. Uh, Brenda loved collecting stuffed animals. Uh, George Carlin had taken all of Brenda Carlin's stuffed animals and had put them all in his bed. And he was sleeping with all of oh my god, oh, my saddest thing ever. Gosh, yeah. And that was George. George Whoa. was uh, holy was cow. Yeah. So wow. Well, I'm buying tickets to your show. Funny well, <laughs> let's take a break. Wow. <laughs> I was just reviewing our text conversation when I reached out to out to him about his dad because I remember it being very interesting, and it's actually pretty funny. There is no text thread that happens with Craig that there's not a ton of ha-has and making each other laugh <laughs> the entire time. Sorry about your dad. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, man, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. He put, no worries, buddy. I actually didn't know him very well. I was like, well, that still sucks, man. He's interesting turn of events. Found out, you know, basically the exact story he just said right here. And I was like, dad. I was like, and you find this out? And he goes, no, years ago. I was like, this is all totally on brand for Craig Gass. <laughs> yes, That's totally right. on brand. This is Whitney Cummings, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love you. And we've had some, we've had some great comedians roll through here. And we have Craig Gass. Hey, good morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. 
Thank you, Moon, standing up for me. Ah. <laughs> now, I've known Craig for almost 20 years now. I mean, when you were working, you know, on the Stern Show. Yep. A long time ago. Favorite conversation to have with radio people is uh, who's your favorite guys to have on? Who's your least favorite that you've had on? Oh, boy. Uh, favorite? Oh, man. Cast like, who, or cast member? Who has connected the most as a comic on the show with you and your audience? And who has connected the least um, with this show? You like, know what? Uh, we've had a couple great ones. I mean, when Burt Kreischer was here the first time. I love Burt Kreischer. Mm-hmm. And he came here, and he wasn't really known. And then after right a couple months, he kind of, like, kind of blew up, so we never got him again. Are you kidding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burt loves doing radio, Burt was too. great, and he connected. He Dan You're... Cummins is connected with Dan our, Cummins. our listeners. Yeah. Big uh-huh. time, yeah. Big time. Yeah, your top... You're you're in the top five. Dan's in the top five. Bert, I mean, Nikki, Nikki Nikki Glazer, Glazer who's yeah. been on you know four gazillion times. Ian Bag, who we love. Ian Bag's fantastic. Love that man. I just saw Ian for the first time a couple days ago in Vegas, and uh, he's phenomenal. I can't believe I never. He's always been. There's some guys who I know they're around. And I never watch them, and then <laughs> like starting out in New York, I remember years later talking to a promoter and go, Hey, who's who's selling tickets for you? And he goes, Uh, Kevin Hart. I did a like a half arena, and I go. Kevin Hart? And I never paid attention to him. Mm. He goes, yeah. And I go, little short black dude? He goes, yeah. And I go, that guy did a half arena? And he goes, oh, he's in movies, man. And I go, wow, I didn't even know. I, I never paid attention to him. A year later, oh, I'm doing two nights full arena. And then Kevin gets to a stadium. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch this. And I watch him do 65,000 seats. He kills. Crazy. And I get it. I go back to New York that night. I tell all the comedians, I just saw Kevin Hart in front of 65,000 people. And Gary Goldman was one of the comics in that circle. And Gary goes, wait, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Kevin's from Philly, right? And I go, yeah. And he goes, so he's got family. And I go, he doesn't have 65,000. He's not a Mormon. He's not like, you know, yeah, dude. He, but, but yeah, so the opposite of that. Who's the comics that have come in that just bad mood? What or they just didn't connect? All right, with I'm going to count to three, fellas, and oh, we'll, say, we'll all say the same name. Oh no, I'm sure we we're all going to say the same name. You got to think it through. We're all going to say the same name. Wait, wait, before we do that, on the on the notable mentions for, for the for the top either. ones, Kevin Smith. Oh, was, was, yeah, was, was amazing. Yeah, yeah, Kevin yeah. Smith could not be any easier going. Yeah, he was so good. He's like you guys. He makes you think. They, that he likes you. Wayans, yeah. <laughs> Wayans, Wayans was awesome. Oh, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, Marlon he, Wayans we've had on he a was times. great uh, on and off. And Sinbad connect, and connected Sinbad's really well. Sinbad is Sinbad a lot Sinbad of fun. Sinbad is awesome. Sinbad's on a bunch of times. Okay, so back to the least connectable. Ready? On the count of three. Oh boy, this is gonna be fun. One, two, three. Craig Gass. Oh, yes. oh what? no. Oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! We all said something different. You guys went for the joke. Which is what did you say? Margaret Cho. Oh yeah, I'll go with that. I, I said John Lovitz. I'll go. I'll go. Uh, John Lovitz. John Lovitz was was cordial. He just there was just he was fine. He just didn't us. connect. Can I, and, yeah. and, and, I can and, tell you. I can tell you. Now it just hit me. It was a bigger letdown because I, I was so oh such a fan. So oh, excited. What about, I know who you're gonna say. Go ahead. Well, she, there's two that I could think. He of. wore number a backpack. One, number one is Ben Glebe. Yeah. And number number two was Jimmy Pardo. Mm. Yeah, wow. see, I don't remember that, which is probably not. And that's that's my point. That's my point. Jeremy Piven? Yeah, Jeremy Piven didn't really do much for me. Jerry, I thought he was fun here. Uh, I, I thought he was. was right. I, thought he I was mean, he was cordial and nice. But if he never came back, I'd be okay with it. You know what I mean? Strange to me, a lot of and, comedians. That's not, a sh- that's not a shot at him. I'm just no, saying it just really uh, wasn't. Who's emoji guy? Uh, oh, uh, T.J. Oh, Miller. Miller. Miller was great. Oh, he was too. fantastic. Was, yeah. He was fun. Yeah, he was good. 
It's strange to me that a lot of comedians don't like to get up. I mean, I understand not getting up early, but not seeing the value in getting up and yeah, being yeah. funny. Yeah, I think John Lovitz was not thrilled to be here. Yeah. I don't think he was thrilled also, to be here. Also, you know who else was not thrilled to be here? Brad Williams was really good. You know oh, who Brad, was not? Williams, Brad was Williams was awesome. You know who was not thrilled to be here? And and it's not very nice to talk ill of the deceased. I have Ooh. no idea where you're going. Dustin Diamond. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, did you say he didn't want to be here? He did not want to be here. Hmm. He fell asleep sitting down. We had to wake him up during the break. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I, I like, he literally that. sat there like this and fell asleep. <laughs> and like he he was sitting there like yeah. this. And I remember I kicked his chair and he went, and then he looked at me. He's like, thanks. I forgot about that. But was he, that was, like pills he, or? He, he was. No, I think no, he was no, just he was exhausted just and not doing morning radio. Yeah, you could tell he was just tired. It, when I ask radio friends around the country, the same names come in on both Who, topics. Who's the big? Who's the big one around the country? Um, well, you know what a lot of uh, radio guys will describe as just awkward is Tracy Morgan. They'll say that no, he was he was awkward, or there's there's a giant building in in Miami that has no BS. It, it's 15 stations in one building. It's a it's a multi level, and Tracy Morgan came in there and uh, uh, a co host of some show that was in the hallway. He walked up behind and he said, "You sexy, come here." And he felt her up from behind. Oh, oh boy! She called the cops. Ah! And he not only left the building, he went straight to the airport and left. And didn't left even do his show. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Oh, what? Oops. Yeah. Oops. Uh, we've had some great guests yeah. and some not so memorable ones. Uh, That's so. crazy. I'd love to have you know Tracy Morgan, obviously. Yeah, a more recent one that we had that I was like. Just so, so pleasantly surprised. And I wasn't, it's not that I was expecting anything poor. I just had no idea. It was Kevin Nealon. Oh, Kevin Nealon was oh, great. Kevin, oh, so Kevin awesome. Nealon was wonderful. That's, That's the great nice thing about, about doing radio is that you get to meet people who you respect and admire. Uh, sometimes they, they let you down, but you get to meet a lot of people who you grew up watching. And on the flip side, you will meet a lot of people who you have no feelings about whatsoever. And then you'll meet them and you'll go... I'm defending that guy for the rest of my life. Tommy yeah. Davidson. Yeah, Tommy Davidson. Tommy, Tommy Davidson. Davidson. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a great guy. What a Bought guy. his book immediately, read it. Great guy. I thought you were going to say Tom Arnold for some reason. We had Tom, Tom Arnold. Was fine. Yeah. Tom Arnold's a fun one. He's Tom fun. Arnold was great. Yeah, he was, he, he was, he was one was, of our first guys. And he was on fire that day, oh, too. He was. He, he, he was. From start to finish, it was like, not only did he talk, but he talked exactly how your Tom Arnold impersonation <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Do you know the, how I, the reason I have that impression is because... I had met, I prank called him. Uh, I met him on the phone. And I, every time I tell the story, the, the impression just got better and better. Mm -hmm. Did I ever tell you about how I met no. Tom Arnold? A comedian friend of mine in Seattle. I was still doing open mics in Seattle 20 plus years ago. And he said, uh, hey man, uh, you know that uh, Planet Hollywood opening they're doing? All the celebrities from that Planet Hollywood opening are at my hotel. And I said, really, what, what celebrities? And he goes, oh man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Tom Arnold. And I go, Tom Arnold's at your hotel? And he goes, yeah. And that night I went back to my house, dialed up the hotel, and, and I said, hi, Tom Arnold, please. And they said, one moment. And they put me through. Oh my God, wow. And Tom picked up the phone. I didn't record this, I just did it for myself. Tom picked up the phone and said, hello. And I said, <laughs> immediately I'm there. Immediately I'm there. Yeah, whatever I'm, I'm, he was doing. I'm going to turn away room, from you when you do he this. He stopped whatever he was doing in his room to go, hello. This is this too is, good. What I'm about to tell you okay, is okay, so absurd. Tom Arnold picks up the phone and goes, hello. And I said, <laughs> we're living it. We're living it. I go, hey, uh, Tom, it's Sam Kinison. Sam had been dead for 10 years at this point. And Tom goes, hey, buddy, how are you, man? And I go, I go, 
I'm doing good. Uh, listen, uh, Tom, it's Sam Kiss, and I'm calling you from hell, and I need you to help me out. All right, yeah, tell me what to do, buddy. I will help you in any way that I can. All right, listen, I need you to get me some cocaine. And uh, this is going to be tricky. First of all, I need you to front me the cash because I don't have any money. And then I need you to buy some cocaine. I need you to fly back to Los Angeles, take the cocaine, and I want you to put it in the small pocket of Jerry Lewis's pants. <laughs> and then I'll have it when he gets here in three weeks. Oh! <laughs> and then I finally stop. Broke character. Hey, Tom, I'm sorry. My name's Craig Gass. I'm a stand-up comedian. He goes, man, that was good. That, you want to know how good that was? I need to call my sponsor. That's how good that is. That's a really good impression. And, uh, and I said, man, uh, I, do you want to come to an open mic tomorrow night? I invited him to an open mic. He goes, oh, man, I, I got to do this uh, this thing. But do you have a tape or something that I can see of you? And uh, so I dropped off a tape at the hotel. He called me a week later and said, if you ever need any advice, I'm here for you. Here's my phone numbers and I never called him but I started doing this Tom Arnold impression it's, that annoys him. Oh, it's great. Well, I mean, you do one of our rejoins. <laughs> yeah, really. You're kidding. It. No, no, no. Oh, but if I can find it here. It's good. It's good. You know the story behind that impression. I'm at the Super Bowl every year broadcasting from the Super Bowl Media Center. Is this the rejoin? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on? This is Tom Arnold. I like fat women and cocaine, and I also like listening to the Rizzuto Show. That's the show you're listening to now. It's my favorite show. It's my sponsor's favorite show. Probably shouldn't say that out loud, but it's true. Anyways, happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that was about 49 seconds long, and I had to pare it down a bit. So every year I'm at the Super Bowl, and I'll be broadcasting from the media center with a bunch of sports radio friends, and they'll say, hey, can you join us as a celebrity? Because on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at the Super Bowl, it's dead. Yeah, yeah. And we want to sound cool back in Des Moines. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only remotely sports guy I can do is Tom Arnold. So every year I'm at the Super Bowl on multiple stations going, yeah, really exciting here at the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of celebrities coming in. I was at a cocaine anonymous meeting last night with Brett Favre. And uh, I probably shouldn't say that out loud. Brett's got a bad coke problem. His sponsor is uh, uh, Bob Costas and Bob's addicted upskirt porn. I probably shouldn't say that out loud. But, but uh, and every year people uh, will tweet Tom Arnold and go, dude. It's supposed to be anonymous. <laughs> and every year, Tom Arnold fights everyone on the internet and says, did you notice that uh, Sam Kinison was there, too? That guy's been dead for 20 years. Shut up. It's a comedian. His name's Craig Gass. He's, he's an impersonator. And, yeah, he fights everybody. Uh, all right, you know what? Moon, are you ready to uh, tell some oh, jokes? Oh, man, I was born ready. Are you all serious? Right, Moon, Moon, tell some jokes. And... Funny Moon, this weekend, opening for Craig Gass. Uh, I, want you to, uh, I want you to critique, okay? Let's go. You're the ticket. In the news today. Today! Man. Now, listen Bring to the jokes, heat. and uh, I want you to grade them, okay? Okay, wait. Did you actually write the jokes, Moon? This is A it material. It depends on if you're laughing or not. This is uh -huh. A material, man. God, Moon. <laughs> A man was arrested at Kid Rock's Nashville bar for swinging his colostomy bag at people. There hasn't been that much crap flying around the place since the last time Kid Rock took the stage. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. decent. ABC reportedly passed on a new Kelsey Grammer sitcom after deciding the cast was too white. And also after looking at the calendar and realizing it's not 2003. Uh -oh. Mike Lindell, that was brought to you by crack cocaine. People claim a Jeopardy contestant made a white power sign. I'll take people have way too much time on their hands for $1,000, Alex. Oh, no. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson... 
turned 49 yesterday. He spent it like every other day of the year starring in every movie that's being made right now. <laughs> Tonight show material. Aaron Rodgers once out of Green Bay. The entire state of Wisconsin is in shock. And for once, it's not diabetic. <laughs> that's a good That's a solid one. Yeah, some Facker, uh, Fackers Some Packers fans are so depressed That would have been better to call them Fackers <laughs> Some Packers fans are so depressed That they could barely finish an entire wheel of cheese yeah. <laughs> 34% of Americans thinks, uh, think uh, Crocs are fashionable Wow, 34% of Americans do meth? <laughs> Dr. Fauci says Americans should not skip the second vaccine, but they should skip the second Fast and Furious movie because well, barely had a plot. Hey. <laughs> Enough, all right. Joe Rogan is He's walking handsome, back. Everybody. He's handsome, everybody. He's handsome. Joe Rogan is walking back his statement that young people don't need to get vaccinated. He now says they probably should, unless they've done mushrooms with a Loch Ness monster in the middle of a crop circle. <laughs> I'm good, then. And finally, <laughs> Randy Quaid. May run for California governor. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> he has please. a can't miss slogan. I'm Dennis Quaid's brother. Yeah. <laughs> I would have structured him differently. But, but yeah, there was some solid jokes there. Solid I mean, jokes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And he's handsome. The, the funny <laughs> ones or the unfunny ones? I wrote the funny ones. The You're well on your way there, Moon. <laughs> oh, knock it off. <laughs> there was a, uh, a, I saw a comedian last night. I stopped into the Funny Bone to do a set in front of Joe Mackey. Do you guys know who Joe Mackey is? Uh... It's a familiar name. He had this line that I just, I love so much. He was talking about if, I I feel like if uh, Dr. Fauci was my primary care doctor, I feel like I wouldn't enjoy that experience because he changes his mind so much. He said, don't wear a mask, then wear a mask, then wear two masks. He said, that would be like going to a, a doctor who says, oh, you have testicular cancer. And then uh, he removes your left testicle and says, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It was actually your right one. I'm going to remove your right one. And after doing that, he says... You're going to hate me. <laughs> that is the best line. You're going to hate me. Oh, Dude, you're going to hate me. You're going to hate me. Oh, you're going to hate me so much. Hey, as a uh, as a Seattle guy, are you looking forward to uh, the new Kraken? The uh, Seattle Kraken? I don't know because I think it's uh, like, uh, and I know this is going to be blasphemous to say this in this town, but it was very hard for me uh, to overcome the excitement of the Las Vegas Golden Knights first mm. season. That that was just such a exciting, th and especially with what happened in Vegas, uh, there was that shooting that happened, and the, and the team and the city rallied together to, to uh, push uh, blood donation drives, mm. and, and so that was a really exciting thing. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm... I'm hoping to go to a Blues game, actually, this week. There's two oh, this week. Oh, yeah. So I'm hoping to go either tonight or Wednesday. Well, so. here's uh, here's Tony with sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Tony. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by the Missouri Coalition of Roadway Safety. If, if, you, if you're speeding, slow down. Speeding can end lives. Change the speed. Change the ending. When the Blues and Wilds, uh, Wild meet, it seems to be damn near impossible to hold a lead at the end of the game. True story. And that happened again. But this time it happened to the Blues on Saturday. They were up 3-1 to one in the third. The Wilds scored two, including one with less than a minute to go. Mm. That forced overtime. Two minutes overtime, Minnesota scored and picked up the win. Mm. Now, yeah, the, the Blues, point, though. The Blues did have goals from Jordan Cairo, Sammy Blay, and David Perron. The two teams play again. Tonight at 7, as of this morning, the Blues sit atop Arizona in fourth position in the Honda West Division. Are they uh, in St. Louis or are they in Minnesota? Uh, they're in St. Louis. Yeah, they're here. Say, I think well, they're they're here. Tonight they're and here. Wednesday, they're yeah. home games. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I, and oh, I'm sorry. Tonight's against the Ducks, not the Wild. Oh, the Ducks. Yeah. All um, I know is there's at least two at home. I think is there four it's, left? It's I haven't the, been doing Blues game this year. Oh, really? Yeah. So well, it's the Ducks tonight and Wednesday, Friday. They go to Vegas and play the Golden Knights. Then they're in L.A. against the Kings. Then they come back for a game against Minnesota. When did they start letting fans in? Yeah, it's uh, only been a, while ago. a matter of weeks. No, it hasn't. I mean, it was January. Uh, it was like at the end of, or, no, end of February. It's limited. I mean, it's right, a which 40, is still what, 4, not that long ago. I think it's now 4,500. Originally, it was 1,300 first responders. I know the Funny Bone just reopened recently, like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and not all the stores in Westport Plaza have reopened, not yeah. all the restaurants, but it's slowly reopening. So I think today they're going to announce that it's 100%. Oh, yeah. And the club is 50% right now, uh, socially distanced, and uh, which is great. I mean, it's... it's. I think we're, we're, we're opening night, didn't at the home over, they had just first responders? Mm-hmm. Oh, for, nice. For the Blues? I, I think, think it was so. just first responders for yeah, it was like 1,400. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I like that. Uh, the Cardinals picked up a 3-0 win against the Pirates to complete the series sweep over the weekend. Harrison Bader picked up his first homer of the year as Carlos Martinez got the win. Cards are back home against the Mets tonight. Adam Wainwright gets a start first pitch 645. Mm. Uh, Nationals pitcher, and uh, this is the St. Louis guy, Max Scherzer, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he was in peak form on Sunday. Complete game over the Marlins. He had a little bit on his mind, though, because his wife was literally in labor as he was pitching. Oh. He ended the game and then, see ya, went to the hospital, got there in time for birth of his son. So Whoa. I thought that was pretty awesome. Did a complete game? Complete game. Wow. wow. Holy cow. And it's his, like, I think they said it's his eighth complete game without a walk in the past, like, two years. I don't know if you guys know this or remember this. Steve Kerr had a baby and uh, divorced his wife the day after his baby was born. And then that night scored almost 70 points wow. <laughs> against the Lakers. Like, this guy's on a shit. Steve Kerr, the, wow. uh, the coach now? Uh, who's the coach now, yeah. 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 And uh, come to find out a week later, that baby did not match his skin color. Oh, <laughs> boy. Man, huh? Teammate. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, boy. Teammate, yeah. A, a bull? Uh, it was a Phoenix was, Sun at the uh, time. Because he was on the bull. He was on, you know, some of those Jordan, Jordan? Bull teams. Yeah. 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 Man. You watch the last dance because he was he was featured in the last dance. Dude, I'm just realizing I got the wrong name. It wasn't Steve Kerr. It's the Canadian guy. Uh, uh, Steve Tyson. Nash. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Tyson, oh my God! I, I just Tyson threw Steve Nash. Kerr under the bus. Wow. Steve Nash, also Steve a coach. Nash. Our also apologies. a coach. Our apologies. Steve, Steve Nash, Kerr. also a coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steve Nash. Uh, couple Craig of gas is on crack. Everybody, <laughs> go see him at the Funny Bone this weekend. Mike Lindell, my pillow. A uh, couple more stories I'll let you here. Touch me. Oh, oh, Oakland Athletics left-hander <laughs> Jesus Lazardo. He will be off the mound for a while. He was pitching. He pitched over the weekend. Mm. He lost 8-4. to four. Bummer. Mm. Uh, but now he's out because he's got a broken pinky. Riz, I'm going to give you two options, and I want you to tell me what happened. Okay. He threw a fastball that came right up the middle, and he went to try and barehand it, and it broke his pinky, and bummer. I mean, that's happened, so. Or before the game that he pitched... He was playing a video game, got mad, punched a table, and broke his finger. I'm going to go with option A. Uh, Actually, I'm sorry, Riz. It's option B, where he, quote-unquote, bumped his hand on a desk and broke his pinky. He will be out. He is now on the I.L. Good guy. Idiot. Uh, Two more things. So yesterday with uh, the NASCAR Cup Series race at Kansas, that's what NASCAR called it. The NASCAR Cup Series race at Kansas. However, we all know the real name of it, and it was... The Bushy McBush Race 400. So Bush is the sponsor of that, and they said, we are going to let you guys name it, and the people named it Bushy McBush Race 400. But NASCAR 
calls it still yeah, the NASCAR Cup boo. race. But uh, guess who won the race? Kurt Busch. Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch won the race. <laughs> Kyle Busch won the Bushy McBush race 400. Uh, Kevin Kinda Harvick, to, right? Brad Keselowski, Matt DeBenedetta, and Chase Elliott rounded out the top it's five. Kyle Busch. Uh, yes, a it sure is. Bush. Chase Elliott's a sentence. And yep. And finally, Medina Spirit, who was a 12 to one underdog, is your winner of the 147th Kentucky Derby. They're off. While that race was going on, a couple of your cars got broken into. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just letting you know. That was a quick I'm just race. Letting you know. Uh, just to let you know. So the favorites. Like that. Stealing stereos. Yeah, yeah. Somebody stole yeah. your Why stereos. Why is anybody tuning in if it's only 13 also, seconds? Also, I have stereos for sale. <laughs> the Mike favorites Lindell, were. My pillow. Funny bone this weekend. Were Hot Rod Charlie, Essential Quality, and Rock Your World. Hot Rod Charlie finished in third. Essential Quality finished in fourth. And Rock Your World finished in 17th. Oh, I thought you were going to say put down at uh, turn three. No, no, that did not happen. (laughs) Uh, I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, what what was that? What were the odds in that? Was it 17 to 1, 18 to 1? He was a 12 to 1 underdog. Woo! Woo! Somebody made some cash. Robbie Mike Lindell. Uh Oh, boy. I did make some cash out in the parking lot. (laughs) Listen, my name's Mike Lindell. I'm a. I'm a former crackhead. We're in recovery. I have a very successful company called My Pillow. Please, if you go to the Funny Bone this weekend, they're reopen. It is totally okay. I'm begging you to go. I'll make out with a homeless guy. Just please. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm a recovering crackhead. Please go to the Funny Bone this weekend. Please, I'm begging you. Hey, this is Ben Bailey, member of the prestigious Third Timers Club, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Oh, we like Ben Bailey, too. Oh, yeah. Good dude. Yeah, he's been on the show at least, yeah, three times. Yeah, third timer, Ben Bailey. A millionth timer, Craig Gass is here. <laughs> Someone just told me a story last night that Ben Bailey almost beat up somebody. Who was it? Oh, yeah, he told I that story it. on he's the like air. He's like 6'8". Yeah, he told It was that at uh, the Comedy Cellar. Uh, who was the comedian that he was going to beat up? It wasn't a comedian. It was somebody in the crowd, I think. Yeah, oh. he said he almost put him through a because wall. Because he looked at security and said, can he please have him removed? And he said no, and so he took matters into his own hands. Wasn't oh. that the story? Ben oh. Bailey's the cash cab guy, and he's a big dude. Yeah, there was somebody that stole material from him. And he and he almost and he beat him up. Oh, what was the story? I just heard it last night. I probably shouldn't that's even be telling. Ben. Yeah. Yeah, it's our Ben. Yeah, it's our Ben. Probably shouldn't be telling the story out loud. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, just, I love the amount of your stories that start that way. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's uh, we're just sharing stories. We're talking about bombing stories, and then we started talking about comics who steal, and then. And then Ben Bailey's came, name came up like, yeah, he beat that guy up because the guy stole jokes from him. And I can't remember who it yeah, was. Yeah, Ben was doing, Ben Bailey was doing a lot of like uh, <laughs> internet comedy during the pandemic. I mean, like oh, yeah. on, oh, yeah, on social right. media. He was one yeah. of the first ones I saw do that. He was one of the first ones in like a room at his house just yep. telling jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and uh, there was some, it was tough to do. It's a tough adjustment, you know, yeah, but I, I loved uh, the challenge of doing it. I did a bunch of Zoom shows and, and uh, I did some Zoom corporate shows. 
which is weird because I'll go when a company hires me to perform for their employees. I'll say, I'll do the same kind of recon where I'll say, you know, how clean or dirty do you want me mm-hmm. to be, and tell me some funny stuff about your company. And you get the same kind of stuff of like, well, we got a guy named Jim in accounting who's been caught watching porn a couple times, <laughs> and then we got make sure you mentioned Jim, yeah, <laughs> ma- ma- and make sure you mentioned Stacy. Stacy got really drunk at the Christmas party, and then you do your performance. Except that the normal performance is in a dark room, and you just hear the laughter in the right. dark. But I'm looking at everybody's faces, and they go, hey, uh, so Jim, I heard you got caught pumping off at work. And Jim's <laughs> looking right at you oh, with, with his wife going, what the, you know, <laughs> Stacy, I heard you were a slut at the Christmas party. And she's got her kids going, what, hey, what? Like, you know, oh, yeah, different dynamic. Oh, I can only imagine. Different dynamic. Hey, got to oh, shout out uh, Dobbs uh, Tire and Auto Centers for sponsoring uh, Jeff's Head. Yeah, thank you very much to Dobbs. They're, they uh, donated uh, a bunch of money to Kids Rock Cancer uh, for the man of many hats. Uh, promotion that we're doing since I have the uh, the cancer here and my my head's bald. Decided to uh, cover it up with business uh, hats. And if you would like to do that, uh, 1057thepoint.com slash hats. And Dobbs donated a whole bunch of money to Kids Rock Cancer as all the other previous companies have. So we're raising a lot of money, man. Lemonade out of lemons. You know, Jeff lost his hair with the chemo. And, uh, you know, a bunch of different local businesses have come and sponsored the hat he's wearing. I also stole Rizzuto's car and will be selling it on eBay and donating $20 from the profits towards the same. Ch- Mike Lindell, my pillow. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's get to some of your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Emails brought to you by JSK Law Firm. Injured on the job. Don't go it alone. JSKLawFirm.com. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. Howdy. Uh, remember the other day, was it Friday? We were talking about uh, maybe waking up during surgery. Well, there's a uh, local story, Craig. We told this on, on Friday where a guy is suing uh, one of the local hospitals here uh, because he, he was awake during his hernia, hernia surgery. <gasps> Mm. Paralyzed though. Paralyzed, but paralyzed, but completely oh, awake. Oh my god! So he could was... hear it and see it, but couldn't relate to the, anybody. Hey, I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. So Ta- according to his, over his face, according yeah. to his lawyer, uh, he was given the stuff to make you not paralyze you, not speak, whatever, but not the stuff that knocks you fully out. Oh! <sighs> and in the lawsuit, he describes how when the knife went into his stomach, he could feel it. And, oh! Yeah. Oh, dude, Thir- thirteen minutes. Uh, they said of. Uh, of them uh, not realizing uh, uh, they didn't turn it on. Yeah. Yes, 13 minutes allegedly that uh, wow. he, he was at, what was it, level three something heart? Like his vitals went to almost heart attack for 13 minutes. Because wow. he could feel any, everything. He could feel anything and everything. Wow. And anyway, the John. funny thing is we got a, remember how we said, gosh, I hope nobody's going in for a procedure? A lot of people were going in for mm-hmm. procedures. <sighs> we got a whole bunch of emails of people saying, It's actually a I'm wonderful dreamlike state to be in. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend Mike Lindell, my pillow, funny bone this weekend. Uh, then, of course, you guys are start talking about the guy who felt his surgery because the anesthesia didn't get turned on. I was kind of freaking out. This person is driving their mom to their procedure. Kane and Cabby, so. 12 to 3. Yeah, you got to turn the radio off if that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he luckily he had earbuds in because my Oh, good. Didn't. Yeah. So, oh, man. Thank <laughs> oh, you. I mean, the amount of people. It's a Friday. Friday procedures. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Howdy. Uh, hey. I was driving through Wentzville this weekend with my 15-year-old daughter. We drive by Panda Express, and she says, huh, they already reopened, huh? And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And she says, well, Mom said the other day when I wanted Panda that, that it had burned down. <laughs> well, the joke is that I would t- whenever my kids want to go somewhere, I tell them the place it was on fire. 
You said the zoo burned. Oh, no, it was the Magic House. It was the playground. Magic House. Yeah, Magic mm -hmm. House. Is Grant's playground, Farm. Grant's Florida. Farm. Oh, that was a big one. Grant's Farm is officially on fire. Sorry, guys. That's what you, know, you told Hey, them. can you take us to the park? I'm like, ah, oh, kids, it's on fire again. Day out of the and people have been using that. <laughs> <laughs> but good to know the panda is back open. God, kids are so dumb, aren't they, guys? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Next. Uh, I really hesitate in doing this one because I don't want to do this as a punishment for real or fake. Can Please. you say hey, guys, again? Please consider this as a real or fake punishment. The loser has to say oink 100,000 times live stream before they can say any other word ever again. Hysterical. You have to say oink 100,000 times. So you have to be in a room, like in our office, with a webcam on you, looking right at the webcam, and you have to go oink, 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 100,000 times. You cannot say anything else except for oink. 100,000? We wouldn't be able to do the show. No, it's not on the show. You know how you had to listen to Achy Breaky Heart? Yes. You are so unable I could to stop speak. and do this again? No, 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 no. You are unable to speak. Like, it'll basically happen on a Friday. Everybody leaves the office, and you are in that office with a webcam on you sitting there going, oink, 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 until you reach 100,000. Oh, boy. Oh, darn it. How long is that going to take? Okay, so let's do some Too simple long. math. The average person speaks approximately 100 to 130 words per minute. A professional voiceover artist usually gets to about 150 Wait. to 160. <laughs> so we're going to say 120. No, here, look. So the oink counter for this guy right here, he did, somebody did this. He's not a happy-looking guy, by the way. 38,000 oinks took him three hundred and or three hours and nine minutes. Wow. And this video goes on for another five and a half hours. It took him eight hours to say oink 100,000 times. Wow. Or we could do like 10,000 or something. He got to 100,000 oinks, eight hours and 35 minutes. Wow. Oh, That's brutal. Yeah. That's a full day of oinking. You bring a lunch? Been a while since I did a full day of oinking. I think you bring a lunch. Fascinating. <laughs> Hilarious, though. I will consider it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. If you just go by the average, if you just go by the average and you don't miss a beat, it is 14 hours straight. How'd he do it in eight hours? Yeah, he just did it in eight hours. Okay. That's what this says. I'm just doing the math. <laughs> But you're doing it based on words and based on this. This is oink, 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 oink. If you can keep up at that pace. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it with an average, keep going. you know, average delivery, consistently. Yeah, after an hour or two, you're going to go oink, 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 It's going to slow down. So I'm just taking average 14 hours. You give me three and a half grams of cocaine, crack cocaine, Mike Lindell, my pillow. You give me three and a half grams of crack cocaine, I will dress like a pig, and I will oink. I'll put on garters. I don't care. MyPillow.com. I'll put on the garters. I don't care. MyPillow.com. Go to the Funny Bone this weekend. Next. Uh, listening to the food news and heard you guys talking about the hot dog patty. I brought that up. I don't think mm -hmm. that's going to happen at, at the Burton House. So instead of, uh, you know, instead of t a tubed hot dog, Greg, it's, it's a hot dog patty. <laughs> it looks like a hamburger, only it's made out of Gross. hot dog. That's so, so. Uh, yeah, it feels weird. Uh, have, like have you ever, you guys ever heard of these smoked bologna rolls on a Traeger? Smoked bologna. Smoked bologna rolls. I smoked a couple. <laughs> 
I'm, so, I'm shut not up, Mike. Yeah, he's, okay, so shut up, Mike. You, you got to be honest about it. <laughs> Listen, I'm in recovery. <laughs> I smoked a couple bologna rolls. It happens. There's no shame in that. You can turn shut your up, life Mike. around. <laughs> well, was that a serious email? Or were they just no, trying to get us to say those words? Email. They said there's no, video. Look, there you it can, is. You can look it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> there it is. That is ridiculous. The bologna chub. <laughs> that says church. Church, meat church. No, it says bologna, bologna chub. chub. Oh, it's chub. Oh, my bologna God. It does say bologna chub. I have that movie. Bologna chub. I've had a it couple. Looks, by the way, it looks delicious today. Yeah, did you go to meat church, Jeff? Yeah. It looks delicious because it's designed to look like something else. I like the church. I can throw my money at. I like bologna. I would definitely. eat that. It looks like that. Looks like a, like a what is it? A flank steak or something made out of play doh. Mike Lindell from My Pillow. <laughs> Listen, there's times in your life where you need those drugs so bad. The only alternatives you got to end up at meat church. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. You some desperate times oh, call for God. desperate measures. <laughs> Next. Mike Lindell. I'm launching my own social media page. I know you're a big baseball fan, obviously. Absolutely. Oh, me? Oh, yes, yes, you. Yes, I'm, <laughs> yes, I am. I'm Cardinals and Mets this week. We, we talked about the uh, possibility of ending extra inning games with uh, home run derbies. Yes, yes. Because it's been thrown out there. What'd you say, Tony, in the sports? They're, they're doing, doing it in the minors? Pioneer. Pioneer League. Pioneer. So the, Pioneers, the Pioneers are doing oh. it, Craig. The Pioneer League. Which well, Major is- League Baseball did a switch in extra innings for this season, which is you go into extra innings, Automatically start with a man on second, right? Which I'm sure. So the Pioneer have. League, instead of going to extra innings, they can you pick your your best player, and uh, the other team picks their best player, and you have a home run derby. I like that. This person, people it's love fun. home run ball. Yeah, it's fun for the minors, but it could never be the majors because it's not it's not a sport anymore. It's a game. That's a competition. It's mm-hmm. not a sport if your own guy's pitching to you, man. Oh, your own guy pitches to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have a, you know. It's a home uh, run sure. derby. It's a home run derby, sir. It's a home run right. derby. So, you take, so now we've changed sports. It's so all that, a game. That, that would never go in the middle. i got to be honest. That sounds more exciting for baseball. I said the same people, thing. People are always talking about how baseball, I mean, listen, the popularity of baseball has gone down mm-hmm. dramatically down. Over, over the years. And I think that's an exciting way to, because the one thing people complain about is that they feel it's very slow and boring. And if you end up in, instead of doing extra innings, which I, as a baseball fan, you refer to it as bonus baseball. Mm-hmm. I like extra innings. I hope it goes. Tw- I hope the seventh game of a World Series goes fifty-five innings. I'm always rooting for a seven-game series, but I think yeah. it's super exciting, man. But just think about it. So your team is one game out, one game out, and the ge- and it happened in in June. Okay. Yep. And that one game you lost. Is because that guy hit three home runs and your guy only hit two. Okay, so that's you the say, excitement you of home the run same ball. Thing around, no. about, a, about a shootout in hockey. Because nothing is more exciting than the home run and watching some in baseball <laughs> for a baseball fan. Nothing is more exciting than that moment of just right. that blast. And is and it going to go? Does that take away from the actual home run derby then, which I know is a huge money maker for Major League Baseball? No. I don't know. Maybe, the I mean, All-Star game maybe it adds yeah. to it. Maybe you, it adds to it. Let's take all the let's take all the best and I it's, don't know. It's not the same sport. The home it's, run derby. It's not. It's not a sport. There's home runs and and baseball. That's a game within the sport. That's a that's competition how they, within the sport. And hockey games. Shootouts. That's totally different. Oh, baseball because again. it's the different goalie. God, we already what? went over this. What? It's a different goalie. It's wow. the Moon opponent. Really okay, mad about but you're this. still in. So what? You're still it's, competing. It's who can hit the ball over the fence? You're, you're still just, competing to hit the ball over the fence. There yeah. is no scenario in baseball when your own guy gets to okay, throw in no a watermelon. Okay, and there's no scenario in baseball when you're the only person on the ice with the puck either. Yes, dude. A breakaway. Yeah, where you have people coming where at you, you are competing, have to go really fast. A breakaway where no, you no, no, are competing. No, no. I, I will. I will disagree oh. with you for a million. Oh wait a, a second. What happens? What happens when you're tripped on the way on a breakaway? What do you get? 
What are you talking about? You just said there's no scenario. Yeah, then you don't, then, then the. Well, uh, what's it called? It, it's called a, a it's, missed penalty shot. I'm sorry, what? If you miss the, if you, you lose just said, the puck, you just now said let me answer your question. If you lose the puck on the way for the penalty shot, it's a missed penalty shot. It's a no goal. Dude, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. I answered your question. Okay, now if you're, you're if you're skating down and you lose the puck, no. then the penalty shot's over. I didn't say you lost the pe- the puck, dude. Okay, I, I want to sit in the. You said you said this that this scenario on. doesn't exist. I got a breakaway and somebody trips me. Uh-huh. What do I get? You get a breakaway. I get, well, you I get, get a penalty, 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 penalty shot. shot. Yeah. So the scenario exists in talking? the regular game. Yes. You just said it doesn't. Yeah, but you also said that it's not a game anymore. You, you said it's not a sport it, it, anymore. It's a game. Yeah, it's, but baseball's a you game. You still got to hit the ball over the fence. No, There's no, still, no. Just like you still got to put the puck in the... pitcher is throwing it to okay. you. How it's do you not, not see a, a, a vast difference? I don't think it matters. To it's just got proven wrong. No, I did not. Watch, Ooh, watch, oh, watch, so nobody proved anything. Watch ESPN. Watch SportsCenter. All they show is home runs. That's all they show. That's what people like to watch. I'm not arguing that, but I'm just saying your comparison makes no sense. There is no comparison there. I disagree with you. We can disagree on it. It's an opinion thing. Yeah. Not there. Not on that particular I, hey, argument. So what the email say? The email Can it just backing up for one second cuz I love this show. Who on which two people tend to argue the most cuz that was kind of intense. Who who tends to Those two and yeah, then me and Tony. Yeah. And then you and Tony. Wow. And then yeah. Scott fights with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fight uh, Scott fights with the devil the most. Yeah. You need that sometimes, though. With temptation? You need yeah. it. We've, <laughs> Does he? Yeah. We've had too much fun. Anyway. No, but this person wrote in and said that they're- King Scott, said, give me a call. I'll help you win that battle. <laughs> you said you love extra inning games. This person here wrote in and said that they were, at, oddly enough, a Mets-Cardinals game in 2010 that went 20 innings, and Ooh. they would love the home run derby. That was a legendary game. Scoreless through 18, this game was. Yep. Scoreless through 18. Teams and- traded runs in the 19th, and, were, and they were bummed out that the Cardinals actually tied it up. Yep. They kept, they kept going. And then uh, the game started around 3.15 p.m. and ended seven hours later. <laughs> Cardinals used an infielder and an outfielder as pitchers the last three innings. the entire There was an entire nine-plus inning game after last call, and they actually opened one of the concessions back up because people were sobering up, so they needed to feed them. All right. Crazy. Who my pitched? Whole, my whole Everybody. thing is... 2010. I, I remember know. when Okendo pitched Yeah, the that's 80s. the first thing I thought, but 2010. I don't know who did it then. Yeah, when they go scoreless and in the 19th inning, each team scores a run, I get excited that they're still going to keep my, going. <laughs> well, my whole thing was our emailer could have just left. Wouldn't you just not want to go home? Yeah, I just like the idea of it. Like, we're just, because I mean, for me, going to a baseball game is about hanging out with friends yes. on a beautiful summer day. Baseball yeah. is, is, so people that go to watch hockey, there's, the majority of the people there to watch hockey. Yep. Same thing with football. You go to a football game yep. to watch football. Yep. For baseball, I think the minority of people that go to a baseball game are there because they're baseball fans. They go for a social aspect. Yep. You hear the chatter throughout the whole game. It's mm-hmm. just chatter yeah. going on. Just people just talking, and it's it's a good hang with your friends. Duration of that game was six hours and 53 oh, And 60% of the people oh, left in the eighth inning to be parking. Felipe Lopez was one of the people. Derby would have solved the whole thing. I am a baseball <laughs> fan, and I think the idea of a home run derby uh, to decide an extra inning game would be really exciting. I, I really think the do. players would. There's no way the players would. No, win. I wouldn't. Not. The players would. Let's try I don't it. No, because well, I mean, think about the the home run derby. It screws up a lot of their their swings, and I I would almost bet you that in the NHL people would not. I, I bet if if they asked the players in the NHL, they they'd probably take it out. No shootouts. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Right, well, like I would watch it. The Pioneer League. I would watch Listen, the baseball like thing the all day balls, long. I like the juice balls. I like the juice bats. I like the, the juice, juice players. players. <laughs> give me, juice give players. me home runs, like baby. Juice. The I like the orange juice and apple juice. Pineapple juice.
All right, after the break, uh, just a couple news stories Man for you. Man juice. <laughs> it's 832. Sometimes you got to do things. You got to go to the meat church. <laughs> Another look at your traffic and weather. Yes, Tony? I was just going to say, they, players were initially uh, polled, NHL players, about if they liked the overtime format of the five-minute three-on-three and then the overtime, and, players said, or, and then the shootout. Players said they don't mind the shootout, but they think the overtime should be ten minutes. Wow, we're I was three also still. Wow, good. I was them. also pulling. three on three is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trico coming at you. Hey, wake up, stupid! This is O's the Mentalist. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz! Just got a, a couple minutes left. So today is a National Paranormal Day. Mm. So if your walls start bleeding or your kids start saying things in a in a flat, creepy voice, <laughs> like she says she's in pain and we need to let her in, celebrating this, just you know, dude, you know what I watched for the first time in in many, many, many years, The Exorcist was oh, on, yeah. the, like the original Exorcist was on, like Showtime, and I forgot how filthy linda blair gets when she's got you know satan inside her yeah mm-hmm. that happens that's what satan does to him like man. the have you ever seen the exorcist tony probably i remember my dad back in the day seeing it in a theater and said people were passing out and stuff in the theater it's not it's not that you know it was, was gross probably high but it's not that you you know gross with the you know vomiting and all that stuff it's the stuff that linda blair was saying you yeah. ever had the devil inside of you <laughs> i have <laughs> he gave me polyurethane Told me to start a company. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I want to. Um, have any of you seen a ghost? I have not. Tony says nobody. No. Didn't you say you have? I've seen some really. No, I had a things. dream that I, I was sleeping, and it was right when my my grandpa passed away, and I had been living in his house. Like I bought the house from when he went into assisted living, and he passed away. And like a week later, I was sleeping. And in my dream, I opened up my eyes, and I was laying the exact way I was laying, and he was standing there, and he gave me, like, a head nod and walked away, and it was the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my life. <laughs> now, it was a dream, but I had a weird, like the, like I said, it was the weird, I can't even explain the feeling. There was, like, tightness in my chest and in, mm-hmm. like, every part of my body, but, like, also, like, a very calming, like, relaxing feeling. I saw a video of Rizzuto on his farm yesterday. Uh-huh, yeah. And he just casually mentions that there was multiple generations at that farm, and the uh, the spirit. last. I think the spirit of that guy there, is still there. I I am certain that there's gonna you're gonna be seeing some ghosts on the oh, yeah doors wait. doors will so. shut. Get out of here! Yeah, garage doors will open and close, and that's weird, man. Have you ever I talked about that on the air? Is uh, this the first time you're mentioning? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I think this guy's you know the the old guy. Last from the family who own the farm. I think a spirit's there, man. You're being for real. You're being yeah, for real. I got to respect out. it. Doors have closed with no wind. And that's uh, all you needed? Yeah, that yeah. made you go, ghost. <laughs> that's all you I needed? That's all I needed, it. man. I knew it. I, I mean, I believe in, like, the biblical sense, principalities and heirs, but I don't think that it's, we've, we've connected know, man. any cartoon way to I don't know. I'm not sure. apparitions. I never saw a ghost. But when I first started performing at the comedy store, I would ask everybody about the ghost stories. It used to be really haunted. And everybody told me ghost stories. And I stayed out in that driveway that goes into the back of the comedy store until 2.30 in the morning. The whole place had closed down. All the managers had left. And it was just me and a comedian named Skippy Simon. And uh, and he, I was begging him for more ghost stories. And he goes, uh, well, I know that if you look up 
that window up there, people say they've seen an old lady in that window late at night. And I was like, really? And we kept talking and I kept staring at the window. And then finally, we both finally decided to go home. And I don't want to leave. And I said, hey, what's uh, what's behind the comedy store back there? It looks like there's a little walkway. And he goes, oh, man, it's just like an alley. You've never been here? I'll show you. And I kept looking at the window as we walked back in the alley. And then when we came out of the alley, I looked back up at the window and I went, <gasps> and then I remember before I even said anything, Skippy goes, dude, is that? And I go, yeah, I, I don't know. We both jumped in our cars and we took off. I didn't see any th- a ghost or anything, but the whole time I was staring at the window, there was uh, two blinds that were just lazy, just straight mm-hmm. down. And we walked back to the alley. When we came out of the alley, the blinds were held together and up to the right. And I didn't see anybody. You couldn't see anybody actually holding the curtains, but but I saw these curtains being held up. And there's Moon? nobody in the building. Yeah, you it's see? L.A. It's somebody, somebody lives you there. I know the vlog he's Mike talking Lindell about. For, <laughs> yeah, it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Get Sometimes you have apparitions. Get out I'll of be me. talking about it this weekend at the Funny Bone. <laughs> Mike Lindell from My Pillow. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Don't forget, you're listening for The Diary of Jane from Breaking Benjamin. That is a song trigger for today. You hear that song, be caller 105, win 100 bucks, win a weirdo pillow from uh, Mattress Direct, and your chance to get qualified for the grand prize. Change your life with Get a Life, over $15,000 in prizes. So you're listening for The Diary Jane from Breaking Ben. You hear that, be caller 105. Craig Gass, as always. I am not performing at an Applebee's this weekend. <laughs> I am per- You're at a legit comedy club. Yes, I'm not performing in the parking lot of the Fairfield Inn. In Wentzville. I am actually doing a show at the Funny Bone. It's six shows. Uh, one Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, one on Sunday. So happy to be back at the Funny Bone. And, and, it's been it's, a long time. It's, it's great to have you in, and we'll see you again later this week. Yeah, man. Uh, man, Mike Lindell really was off the Mike Lindell was really? great. <laughs> <laughs> a few appearances. Uh, yeah, blog was... and podcast, Moon, if you missed anything. You're going to learn everything that we covered today, including National Paranormal Day. 80% of Americans believe in ghosts. we got a whole bunch of stats under there. And we got everything uh, like usual crap on celebrities, sports, Riz News. Speaking of crap, a guy was arrested at Kid Rock's bar for swinging his colostomy bag around. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Get that full story. Right there on the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today, the podcast title you're looking for is Tops Off, Tops Off, Cattle Doggy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I had a big announcement at the beginning. Somebody of the got a second dog. Oh, but you got to check out the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to find out who by checking out the podcast. It could be Craig. It could be. It could be Craig. It could be Craig. It could be a figment of my imagination. <laughs> my name's Mike Lindell <laughs> from My Pillow. All right, uh, fellas, uh, anything else? I got to go potty. I'll I'll let you touch me. I got a blues podcast coming up uh, in a couple hours. See you, Craig, this weekend, yes. As far as a shout-out, John Patrico style, I want to say thanks. Not not a paid ad thing or none of that kind of stuff. You're welcome. A to B towing. I used them uh, uh, yesterday. Wonderful, wonderful experience. Oh, yeah, they're good people. They over really there, yeah. made it easy. It was like a whole text chain. They tell you when to get the car and all that. So uh, it turned a nightmare into something pretty easy. Oh, by the way, in about ten minutes, the uh, Riz Olympics event number six. Hockey to be released. Oh, nice. The hockey video good, is to be released. Good, oh, good, wait good. to see this. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Me taking nine shots from former uh, NHLer Jamie Rivers. I saw you teasing that online yeah. yesterday. The video released in about 10 minutes. why you did that, but God eh, bless The same you. reason I have the nipple tattoo. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's You're committed loser. to your craft. Yep. 
Donnie Fandango is next. We leave you with a selection from our team. Remember, today, shouting out Sarah DeClue one more time. Yes, Sarah. Yes, Sarah. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.